Oh, good morning, guys. What do you say? You want to do a show or what? Morning. Hmm? Hey, well. hey, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, you're yeah, in. We're yeah. all in. We're all in agreeing, so we should probably get this done. We're all good. How's everybody doing on a Tuesday morning? Ha, it's almost Friday. <laughs> Chopping <laughs> away at it. Right? Counting yeah, we're down just those days. Firing through the days Isn't here. Isn't that funny that we do that? <laughs> the week is a tree, and we got one big axe strike in already. You're right? right, we do. Yeah, it's already fallen down. I fell this sucker. Yeah, yeah. yeah good to go. <laughs> Yeah. Really, uh, yesterday was a pretty low-key day. Yeah, we didn't do anything yesterday. A little meal prep action. Yeah. Pretty boring. Wasn't Ooh. that nice of a day? No, it wasn't. Nicer than Sunday, but still not like a fun day. Yeah. yeah, yeah not a get out and sunbathe kind no. of day. No. We were here for a long time yesterday. Yeah. We had a lot of stuff to do. Lots of stuff. Yeah, I got, I, I got caught in the hallway by a manager. Ugh. Oh, no. And I don't mean like caught in the hallway as in like I was doing something bad. Like I was just like they saw me. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, so now I have a meeting today with the big wig. Like, why would you do that? I hid in the office. I could hear a little chit chat. You heard that, right? And I stayed in the office. I'm like, I'm waiting until they pass. Because I was dying <laughs> of thirst and I needed to get to the water cooler. Drink from the toilet before oh, you talk to a manager. I know, right? You knew better. Oh, I, I just needed, I needed to fill my water. Mm-hmm. I needed to fill my water bottle. And we got like the big, we got the big guys in. Do you think they the do building? that deliberately? They put yeah. the coffee station, water station by management? Yeah. Mm-hmm. On purpose? Yeah. Otherwise, there's no way we'd ever see them. Yeah. Because then, <laughs> like, like, you go uh, make a coffee, you're trying to do it all quietly. Then the Keurig machine's like, clunk, clunk. And then you hear a squeak, squeak, squeak. Manager wheels their chair back, leans back. Hey. Oh, you're still sec? here. You got a sec? You got a minute? Ah, uh, no. <laughs> F. Uh. <laughs> so now I've got meetings today uh. with the big wigs. Maybe that's good. Uh. Actually, I guess only you were Only invited. me. Great. I'm going. No, you're coming. You better come. I'm no. not do- I'm not going alone. Take one for the team. You show a little face. Right? Yeah, maybe you guys should come too. Oh, no. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> they can talk to me. They don't need to talk to me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's going to be my day today. That's exciting. Yeah. Can you remember what to wear today? No. Oh, should I have worn something? Well, I guess it is no, big wigs. I don't know. I don't know what they want. A good shirt, right? This is good enough to yeah, say hello. It's a fine shirt. Hello. Yeah, it's a fine shirt. I got a hoodie. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's perfect attire to meet the uh, president. With a toque. <laughs> <laughs> and a toque, and I'm unshaven. <laughs> A hoodie, a toque, unshaven. Big zit on my neck. Yeah, that's like, right. Hey, what's up, man? All right. <laughs> Next hit? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know. It just uh, came up. I, I don't know what happened, but my face is just exploding like a teen. Mm. Look at my forehead, Ginge. Look at this. Your, oh, uh, yeah. your T-zone is giving you some trouble. Yeah, what is that? Are you stressed out? Uh, I don't think so. 
Living the good life. Because you're eating out more. Uh, damn you, yeah. downtown! <laughs> you know what you've been living more is that toque life. I was going to say, yeah. That's a good point. It's think- resting right on your skin. Oh, it's, it's directly under that toque. Oh, you think it's a dirty toque? Because you've gone, you've been letting the hair grow. Yeah. So you've gone months sans hat even because yeah. there's just too much hair to there's, fit in a hat. There's a lot of hair. A toque can hold the hair, yeah. but your forehead's unaccustomed to having... Yeah, it's your hat. That sort oh, of restriction no. on it now. He's only wearing a toque because he doesn't want to, quote, do his hair in the morning. I don't morning. have time to do my hair in the morning. Yeah. Because Mars is like, you got to blow dry your hair. And I'm like, I don't have time to blow dry to my hair. I blow dry it. Let's see it free and natural. That's after it being slept on. Well, that's all right. <laughs> Does it meet the president here? No. No, put the hat back no, on. No, put the hat back yeah, on. Yeah, you're going to have to live with the bad skin. Yeah. <laughs> what if I move it forward? No. It's giving me Sideshow Bob vibes. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so previous, if you do nothing, that's how it looks? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, that's him sleeping on it. Like, I he didn't shower anything this morning. If he had a shower, it like goes ni- it goes nice. So, yeah, but I still have to blow dry and put crap in it. Yeah. Yeah, so you can't just get up and go. No. no. Oh, yeah, I, did, I didn't realize how high maintenance this hair would be. When you have curly hair, it's always high maintenance. Like, this is awful. I, I like quick and efficient in the morning. Yeah. And now, like, if I wet it, I got to do product in it. And then I got to blow dry it. And then Mars has an attachment for the blow dryer. She's it's like, my diffuser. this one works yeah. best. I'm like, oh, I don't have time to diffuse my hair in the morning. I assumed when you were uh, non too. I just woke up like this? Yes. <laughs> I didn't no. know you had to do all that work to your hair. He yeah. was getting up and doing his hair. Oh, brother. Yeah. yeah. And he's uh, falling a little, you know, on well, short time in the morning. Well, yeah. before, too, I would just let it uh, stay wet. But Mars like, that's not the way to do it. Well, I'm like, oh, I don't know. You could, I mean, you could just come to work with wet hair. Mm-hmm. Looks you, like you have a lot of gel in it then. If you, well, yeah, if you it's said wet. you didn't like it. Well, I didn't say I didn't like it. I just said it looks wet all day. And disgusting. No, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't say that. That's what not if true. I pull my toque back like this? You could do that. But now we can see all the zits. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Well, I should let them air out. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe after. Now show. TV can't be that clear. You won't see my zits. <laughs> Everybody's telling you to shave your head. Nah. Have you ever had your hair head shaved? I don't think you have. Oh, I went full brush cut. Oh, you did? Yeah. When? Back in junior high. Oh, yeah. I've never, that was, uh, that was more of the M&M craze. Yeah, I've never known you with a full so brush cut. I did cut. brush cut. It grew a little bit, and then I bleached it. <laughs> never like shaved though. Never no, I've never taken scalp. it right down. No, yeah. no. Have you ever taken a, a like a big to yours? Yeah. Yeah. Tried really? in high school. Mm. Maybe more junior high actually. Yeah. I think uh, I feel like we were quite adventurous in junior high. Right. Every 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 young man tries that at one point. They shave their head. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not a great look. <laughs> <laughs> Especially I am the uh, whitest of white. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, it'd just be yeah. uh, shaved head, no beard. Yeah. Because he wouldn't have a beard. Mm-hmm. It was the thing you'd do for, as like a dare. Like, you give me 20 bucks, I'll shave my head. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then like, no, I'm like, you give me $5. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then a tuny. Yeah. <laughs> this text here says, Crash, I can relate. It's the life of naturally curly people. I'm yeah. with you. Yeah. yeah. Maybe one day I'll get up uh, like five minutes early. Five minutes early, yeah. Because what do I need? Like a five minute blow dry? Is that uh, pretty oh, much God, it? Oh, God, not even like three minutes on it. Three minutes, eh? <laughs> Cassie says, if you don't shower, yeah. wet your hair down with water. Yeah. Small amount of product or conditioner, and then diffuse. That sounds like a lot of steps. That's what I told him to do, Cass. That's a lot of steps, Cass. You know, it's like two <laughs> steps. It's like, I know, it's two steps. Yeah, it's two steps. <sighs> you could do it. Yeah, I, I did think about doing it this morning. Yeah. I'm like, oh, Mars committed to some management meetings. Yeah. Maybe I should, and then I'm, nah, forget it. I didn't commit, I was told. <laughs> I don't commit to anything. It is a nice toque. Yeah, I it's know, a good-looking toque. I, I like the toque. But yeah. it is a... Uh, I also have a headband. Should I start rocking the headband? 
Well, I want to do a quick poll right now. Five. The headband actually does look good. I, I don't mind the headband. Right. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Uh, how many people like outside? Because for women, it's almost like it's probably eighty percent of women are getting up and doing their hair at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, I do my hair in the morning. Haley? No. <laughs> this is as much doing my hair as I'm I getting yeah. today. I just woke up like this. Yeah. I, it was in a messier bun this morning, and then I reorganized it yeah. before we turned on Now, now TV. That's a tight bun. Right. That's it. Now it's a tight bun. Yeah. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. How many uh, dudes have to get up to do their hair? Mm. I bet you a lot of guys, like, you want to live that just washing or, like, get up and go. Yeah, I was hoping that yeah. I could just get up and go. Yeah, you want just, that gingy life. And just leave the, the locks go. But you don't have gingy hair. Ah, I want your hair. <laughs> you could you could fit a hat on that hair. The hat, uh, I, I wedge it on, yeah. and as the day goes on, it just lifts. Uh, oh, And yeah. then it feels really weird, and then when I put my head down, like, the hat falls off. Mm-hmm. And then is, it puffs out on the side. That is the secret weapon of get up and go. Just put a hat on. Just yeah, put, yeah. Well, that's mm-hmm. why he's wearing a toque. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyone have an elastic? Uh, I've got yeah, I've got elastic. I've got one in my hair. Yeah. Oh, I've yeah. got some. Like I've got I've got some on so my. I can just in my pull bag. his bad boy back too. Yeah. <gasps> we back. can be matchy buns. Oh, we can get buns, <laughs> matching buns, <laughs> dueling buns. Yes. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Anyone just get up and go, or uh, they they put a lot of time into their hair? Most guys right now, no. They just put their hat on and go. Ryan doesn't have much hair to worry worry about. Another guy says, I wear a hard hat all day, not doing my hair. If you have a comb over, you really paying attention to your hair in the morning? I don't think a lot of guys listening have comb overs. I think, especially this hour, too, a lot of the guys, they're, they're blue collar like me and you. Yeah, just working hard. Yeah. It's yeah. a little later on, you get them sales guys, yeah. the upper management. Oh, I see what you're saying. That's when they start the doing suits. hair. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Suits, they're not up yet. Right now, no. it's guys like you and I just in a shop. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. Getting our hands <laughs> dirty. ditches. Oh, yeah. Just working, working hard. This text here from a dude. Okay. Says, yeah, yeah. I also have naturally curly hair. I yeah. keep it really short, though. Mm. Shower and go. Yeah. Yeah. Crash doesn't shower in the morning. No, I wish I could. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. Well, you I, could. Like, I'm there's not nothing... getting up okay. any any earlier. Yeah. Like, there's nothing <laughs> no. physically stopping you from having getting up and having a shower. There is. The slumber. The slumber. The sweet, yeah. sweet slumber. Yeah. Nighttime shower is, I think, a better shower anyway. Well, yeah, wouldn't you want to go to bed clean? That's what I've, I've always owned morning shower. Like, you know, I think that's how we're, uh, we're raised. It's ingrained in us. You shower in the morning. Yeah. And it is a nice way to start the day. But shouldn't you wash the day's dirt off before you go to bed? But I, like, I like washing the day's dirt off. Yeah. yeah. It's mm-hmm. a great feeling. I guess maybe two showers is the answer. Yeah. Like one in the morning, one at night. Yeah. Because yeah. that pre-bed shower is terrific. Oh, that's why I like bath, like bathing. I like taking a bath before bed, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's down. Nice. Yeah. Get into a freshly made bed. With like new sheets, like hotel tuck. Yeah. After a shower, you're like, oh, I just treat myself. Metalhead TJ says, Crash, I have hair halfway down my back. Damn. What do you do? He washes his hair every second day, and yes, he blow dries in the morning. Does the old wet down blow dry. Metalhead TJ gets up to do his hair in the morning. (sighs) When you're a metalhead, though, you have to. You got to if it's, you got to. if the hair is that long. My hair is nowhere near that right now. Absolutely. That's sort of the secret side of metal. Is actually spending a ton of time on your hair. <laughs> yeah, it is. I think it is. No, I think you're, you're right. Through the decades, right? I didn't wake up like this. Because <laughs> the hair has to look good, right? Yeah. yeah. It can't be all knotted, right? When you're swinging it around, yeah, it like, can't look like this. No, it can't. <laughs> it can't at all. Dry frayed curls. <laughs> when you're a metalhead, with like uh, like TJ, and you've got amazing locks that cascade down your back. Mm-hmm. You've got to put product in those suckers. You've got to 
you've got to like make it shiny and look good. Yeah, yeah. It can't be a tangled mess. Someone said they're actually curling their hair right now. Yeah. Uh, is that a dude? No, that's Sherry. That's Sherry, yeah. Outside Sherry. Okay, all right. Yeah, this one here says, I wear a hard hat all day, yeah. but I still do get up and do my hair in the morning. Oh, oh man. And I have it. Discipline. I will say, when you do your hair, it does feel good. It adds like a, an extra nice yeah. step to the day. It makes you feel a little bit better. Yeah. Like you've actually attempted to put yourself together. <laughs> this text here says, I'm a construction supervisor. My mornings are typically filled with meetings. Oh. So I have to somewhat have good looking hair yeah. for the meetings. Then I put a hard hat on for the remainder of the day. Oh, yeah. There yeah, you when go. you've got meetings yeah. and you're the construction supervisor, you got to look like business. You can't go in looking like a scrub. <sighs> yeah. James, right? we should probably do that. Because, like, after the show, we put our hard hats on. Mm-hmm. We go oh, really right. hard. You guys do some manual labor. Yeah, we got yeah. our sledgehammers outside. Go, do, some, uh, do some sledging. Open my tool box. Yeah. Tool <laughs> chest. What do they call it? Box? <laughs> box. We'll stick with the box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, that well, sounds about right. Well, well, maybe I'll attempt to do my hair tomorrow and blow you away. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm happy. I look in the toque, but I think. Uh, but now I'm nasty right. with the zits. Yeah, it's just wrecking your forehead. <laughs> yeah, it is wrecking your forehead. If I, I wash my toque, is it good? Well, that oh damn. No, You're not washing your toque. Well, I wash, well, I wash your it every couple weeks. I wash your toques all the time. I always throw them in the laundry, but it's because you have them. It, it's because it's sucking all the natural air out of your skin, so you're getting oily up there. Mm-hmm. <sighs> just a greasy mess. That's what's happening. I think your skin adjusts, right? Probably. Like you just got to teach it a lesson. Maybe. Teach my face a lesson. You've also been eating out a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Food and booze. <laughs> Those queso fries. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah queso you fries. You're queso fries. Right. To your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the problem is. Yeah. Cheese fries. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my cheese fries showed up here. Oh, so. <laughs> no. Haley's got cheese fries on her face. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when we went for dinner with Haley and Hayden. Yeah. Oh, Haley and Hayden ordered a pizza and this big bowl of cheese fries. Oh, queso fries. Oh, they were so good. Queso fries. Never had a queso fry. Oh mm. man, they missing were missing out. They were fantastic. On crinkle cut. Yeah. And the crinkle cut holds that cheese. Oh my god, does it ever? Oh. I dream about those fries. <laughs> <laughs> the cheese settles into all the little divots oh, yeah, on the yeah. fries. That's yeah, clever. Yeah, oh, it's great. Yeah, it was so yeah. good. It is yeah. fantastic. <laughs> now, all right. Now Haley's got one on her chin and it's all over Crash's yeah, forehead. Yeah, it's all over my forehead and Haley's yeah. chin. My mouth is watering. Now. What a time. <laughs> All right, uh, do some news here. Uh, Right now, sitting at minus 13, we uh, warm up around minus 5 today, and then we could see some flurry action tonight into tomorrow. So I don't know if that'll wreak havoc on the roads, possibly, if we get a bunch. Uh, Temperature drops to, yeah, minus 5 overnight. One tomorrow, minus 4 Thursday, minus 2 Friday, plus 6 on Saturday? Yeah, it's supposed to really warm up come the weekend, so that'll be nice. Wow, how about that? That's nice. That'll be really nice. Yeah. Uh, By the way, Crash, I just want to draw your attention to the app. Yeah. You got a lot of curly-haired buddies in the app this morning. Yeah, we got to stick together. Turn man, uh, Tin Man Trev. Yeah. He's got long curly locks that go to his shoulders. Yeah. He gets up and straightens his hair every day. Oh, man. So he does the old Marzi. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine if I did that. I straighten my hair at night, Tin Man. Although uh, Haley straightened our hair, how many months ago would that have been? Like six months ago, maybe. That yeah, because Ginger ago. was letting his hair go wild, mm-hmm. and then she straightened both of our uh, <laughs> our dues, and we looked terrible. You looked horrible. <laughs> yeah, it was the worst. <laughs> that was disappointing. Yeah, that was. <laughs> and then, like shortly after, Ginger blew all his hair off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Daniel from Windermere says, "Crash, I, I think I have curlier hair than you. I haven't cut it in fifteen years. It's about twenty inches long. Wow." I shower it every morning, brush it, tie it up in a man bun. 
fits under a hat all day. No product, no blow dryer. I know, I'm at the uh, length where I, I can tie it up, but it's just not quite enough yet. What do you mean? Like, you don't get like, all the Like, pull it back. Yeah, and then it starts, it starts falling out. I got you. Yeah. I just, you'll get there, though. I, I need about another inch. Yeah, you'll get there, buddy. Yeah. All right, let's get to some news here on this Tuesday, December the 7th. So we're going to head up into the uh, Fort McMurray area, first of all, for this story, where an elderly man is safe after he was rescued from the Richardson backcountry as temperatures plunged well below freezing levels. Uh, this dude, it was in his 80s. Mm-hmm. Decided to park his truck near the start of the Fort Chippewan Winter Road, got on a quad, and drove into the woods to do some trapping. Well, when he went in to do that, that's when he ran into some trouble. Guys, this man's in his 80s. Oh, no. His quad's drive belt broke, which he was able to replace, and then the replacement broke. No! Temperatures dropped to minus 37 with wind chill. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's cold up there right now. The man realized he was in a dangerous situation at that point, he said. Well. So he called a friend in Lac La Biche, mm-hmm. who then reached the Fort McMurray Fire Department, and they dispatched the medevac team. Why didn't he just call the fire department? I think he, I don't know, he's 80, he called his friend. I was just like, oh, geez, what do I do? Now, the man had been able to start a small fire, but apparently he had trouble maintaining it. He couldn't keep it going. It was starting to fail in the cold, and the fire was losing strength. Now, the rescue guy said it was barely even visible on their night vision goggles. And I didn't know this. They say that their night vision goggles have such light amplification technology that they can see the face of a cell phone from 30 miles away. Holy 30 miles? Yeah. No. Wow. That's their quote. That's impressive. Yeah, right? The face of a cell phone can from we just 30 buy the, miles. Can we buy those goggles? Isn't that wild? Yeah. That's can incredible. They see, can they just, like, they just see a glow? Yeah. From 30 so, miles away? They so don't actually up, see what's on the phone? Yeah. <laughs> Paul Spring, the owner of the Phoenix Heli Flight and president of the local Hero Foundation, said that uh, that's their equipment. 30 miles, they can see the face of a cell phone Jeez. in their night vision goggles when they're up on, in the helicopter. They're looking, they're like, someone's out there. Why is he on Facebook? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Look Isn't at their helicopter, too. Isn't that wild? Yeah. The man did not have any injuries when emergency crews arrived, and he just wanted to get warm. They took him back to his truck. They waited with him until his vehicle was running. He was warmed up. Then they told him he didn't need to go to the hospital. Just go home, and maybe next time you head out into the woods, make sure you bring somebody with you. Did he, this guy did, I mean, he got stuck in the woods, though. He did pretty good, though, didn't he? An 80-year-old? Yeah. Replacing did, that belt? And yeah. Stirring up a fire? Yeah, he did really all right. Well. I just would have died the first time. You wouldn't have made it? No chance? As soon as that belt broke the first time? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're done. I'm just digging a grave. <laughs> <laughs> you just watch your tiny fire go out, the yeah. flame goes out, you're like, well, well that's it. <laughs> yeah, so he's going to, he's all right. Run. Yeah. That is wild. And he's lucky he did have an, another belt on him, but it broke anyways. Well, so someone says two. Says two broken belts, eh? Sounds like a Polaris. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Polaris is growing up. Oh, yeah. They love to eat belts. Oh, my God. Did they ever? <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whether you have a good, a new one or an old one, they're just belt eaters. Oh. On their quads? Really? Mm-hmm. 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 All right, We've well. gotten stranded many a times. <laughs> oh, Literally, you gotta have five belts on the go. <laughs> yeah, you gotta bring a tow rope because you're bringing one home back that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right, WWE superstar Brock Lesnar might be looking for a job as Saskatchewan's new tourist spokesperson. He gave a shout out to his home province of Saskatchewan on Friday night during the WWE SmackDown. 
Apparently, uh, Brock used his Saskatchewan connection to intimidate his po- opponent, Sammy Zayn. Or Sammy Zayn? Hmm. I'm going to say it's probably Zayn. Here's what Brock Lesnar had to say. Let me tell you something. you got a lot of balls coming out here interrupting me. You see, I live in Saskatchewan. Yes, I am from Canada. I hunt things in Saskatchewan. Yeah. I kill things in Saskatchewan. Oh, yeah. I eat things in Saskatchewan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now tell me who the hell you think you are. Mm. Oh. He's, he's throwing it down there. He is throwing it down there. When did Brock Lesnar get so redneck? I don't know anything, uh, like, I don't know much about his character. I thought, wasn't he, like, a lumberjack guy? Well, no. Brock Lesnar? No, I don't think he was ever, uh, when I, when I was, uh... A fan? A fan. I don't, I don't, I don't recall him being this, but the wrestlers change your looks all the time. Yeah, he's got a brand new look. Yeah. I don't, I don't recall seeing him ever in this look. Like, he looks... Was like, wearing, he's portraying, like, a rough redneck. Yeah, he's got he's also, and... he's also battling a redneck. <laughs> oh, yeah, his opponent looks like a redneck. Like, who's, yeah, that, yeah. who's that guy? Well, that's his opponent. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that wrestler. Sammy Zane. Yeah. Sammy Zane. That guy doesn't look like a wrestler. Now, Brock <laughs> Lesnar is a mixed martial artist turned wrestler. He's actually not from Canada. He grew up in South Dakota, but he now calls Maryfield, Saskatchewan home. So that's where he lives. This is the Brock Lesnar that I know, Mars. Let's see. Yeah, that's oh, his old look. That's the old look. Wow. Whoa, he's muscly. Oh, he is jacked. Yeah, he's, he's a big a boy. G- giant. Yeah, he is a beast. Yeah, I, I didn't realize they made him go full like redneck. I wonder if it's like redneck. I think he's looking into. I think he's leaning into that because I think he is famously a hunter. I guess. I yeah, know. maybe they're yeah going more bushman. Lean into that. Yeah. 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 Right. A man mm. of the wild. Yeah. Yeah. And I get it's a persona. I get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, people I'm like, not new to wrestling. <laughs> I know it's an act. <laughs> Thank you for your text messages this morning. But yes, we know. We know it's um, not real. <laughs> I'm just saying what I remember him as. Yeah. <laughs> Someone in the app called... He's changed! <laughs> Someone in the app called his chest tattoo a wiener sword. I saw that. And now that's all I can see. Me too. Oh my god, yes. Yeah, the text is, we, he may look tough. He's got a wiener sword on his chest. Mm. Oh. oh, no. And then this one. Never heard someone bragging about living in Saskatchewan. <laughs> well, that's why it's like tourism Saskatchewan yeah. should be getting all over this. Yes, they should. Or they, or, or using it as like a, a threat. Like, you'd want to mess with me, buddy. Oh, yeah. I'm from where they farm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess, hey? Yikes. That so. is wild, though, though, for him to really highlight Saskatchewan. Yeah, yeah. The, the, I On the think, stage like that? That's yeah, great. Fans were freaking out, especially his Saskatchewan fans, which is Damn pretty right. cool. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm resisting the urge to make some sort of explosive diarrhea joke here, but let's go with it. <laughs> some guy in England recently showed up to the ER with something stuck up his butt. Oh, no. And he claimed it happened by accident, which is what they always say mm-hmm. in every story of these that I do. But in this case, the object lodged up there was an old World War II artillery shell. Oh, no. Did he fall on it? Basically, a huge bullet used to take out tanks. Yeah. It was about two and a half inches in diameter, seven inches long, <laughs> and crashed. Here's what he said he did. Okay. He said he was cleaning a bunch of junk out of his house when yeah. he found it. 
Then he put it on the floor and stood it up, mm-hmm. slipped, and landed on it butt first. <laughs> oh. Surprisingly, didn't put a hole in my pants. Uh, surprisingly. <laughs> Doctors were able to remove the shell and then realized that it might be dangerous, and they actually had to call in the bomb squad. Luckily, it wasn't actually something that could explode, so it wasn't live. Mm-hmm. They said it was, quote, an inert lump of metal, so there was no risk to life, at least not to anyone else's. He is now expected to make a full recovery, which now leads police and medical officials to say, please be careful about slipping and falling on your artillery shots. <laughs> <laughs> and if you do, oh. make sure there's a, uh, a device on there that yeah. can pull it out. Uh-oh. Yeah, should the hospitals just come out with like PSAs? Like, look, guys. If you're going to do this. We know you do it. Yeah. We're, all, we're all curious about our butts. Yeah. But you got to have a flare base and or some <laughs> yeah. sort of rope some sort of rope, yeah. Yeah, yeah we've talked to numerous careful. nurses uh, in yes. the hospitals, and they said it happens. Every weekend, there's a, a batch that come in. Someone comes in slipped with that. Slipped and fell. Yeah, they slipped and fell. And, Ass yeah. first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we got to normalize it. Yeah. I agree. So that you don't feel shame going in yeah, there. Yeah, don't feel you shame. Just don't it's say, just... like, look, I found an old World War II shell. Yeah. I mean, look at the thing. Right? You wouldn't be tempted? <laughs> come on. Yeah, look at it, Jinch. That's Is that the exact one there? Well, I don't think that's the one they removed from him, but well, that is. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, that uh, that yeah needs to have a little more f- of a flared base. Do you think the fact that it was a little risky is part of why? Because there's people have stuffed all sorts of stuff up their butts. But it's dangerous. Yes, very dangerous. It is dangerous. There's so there's an element of explosion. Well, and then yeah. when you need the bomb squad. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> bomb squad on your you backside. Yeah. <laughs> As you sheepishly go into the ER, like, right? Yeah, yeah. The I bomb was... squad's like you didn't fall. <laughs> You hear them on the phone behind the other side of the curtain oh, calling yeah, yeah. the bomb squad. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's not good. <laughs> seven inches long? That's a big boy, eh? Yeah, that is a big boy. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Is it? I don't know. Seven inches? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a big boy. Oh, yeah. It sure is. All right, I want to talk about this dude out in Britain. And this is wild. His name is Simon George. He spent six months... Building a 200-foot-long train model set. And his girlfriend had no idea that he was doing it. Oh, how does she not know? He hid it from her. How do you hide that big of a train set? I, I, I think, I'm not sure if they were living together. Oh, okay. It looks anyone like they that, weren't. Anyone that does a train set, like it takes up an entire basement, usually. Well, Simon was worried that his new girlfriend would dump him if she found out that he was in the process of building the world's largest model railway. <laughs> <laughs> In his basement. So instead of telling her, he kept the massive structure hidden in his basement. He never let her go down there. It was um, in that basement. He said to his girlfriend that he rented it to store wine down there and that there was no reason for anybody to ever go into the basement. But what was Simon George up to? Well, he was building a very large railway system Mm -hmm. for his model trains. Like, imagine him having her over and... Like uh, they're they're having a hot petting session sure. upstairs, and then all you hear is this coming out of the basement. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, don't worry about that. There must be a TV or something." Uh, do you running. live near a train track? No, no, or... no, no. Don't worry about it. It's just uh, there's a, 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 a movie or something running in the basement. No, you don't have to turn it off either. Don't worry about it. Uh, should I go get a bottle of wine? I... Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe uh, get, in the basement. Get... No, 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 oh, no. Okay, no, I, right, I put right. my wine in the attic. Are you sure you don't? Completely opposite direction of the basement. You don't live near trains? No, no, there's no no trains here. Okay. No. 
No trains. Don't worry about it. What's that sound? Why? Well, yeah. I know it's a uh, Model 762 steam train, oh. but uh, I don't know. It's, I, it's It must be a movie. What's that now? It's, it's the steam. It's the steam. <laughs> <laughs> According to George, he spent eight years building the 200-foot-long model, which recreates a 1.5-mile-long stretch of real train tracks that are located in West Yorkshire. The model recreates the area as if it was 1980. I will say, uh, I love looking at a train set, yep. like seeing it run, seeing the detail in all the buildings, uh-huh. but I would never want one. Yeah, I, that, I'm not interested at all. That, that takes up so much room. I think it's an expensive hobby, too. Do you want to know how much George spent oh, to bring no. this model to life? Yeah. By the way, it's so big, it's now out of his basement. Yeah. It's actually being displayed at a local market until December 21st, so the public can go by it to see it. Oh, wow. George spent... $330,000. Oh, George. Oh, U.S. My God. U.S., you guys. Is this guy filthy rich or in mad debt? Uh, I don't know what George is up to. He did like the whole like yard surrounding the train, too. Like he's got little people, broke like down vehicles. It's the exact replica of a local train, what it looked like in the 80s. And he matched like the community yeah. that it would have been in. Yeah. Like that's fantastic. I love looking at that, but I would never want that. Train guys are born, right? You yeah, I think be, you're born you don't, you don't to love the rail. become a train guy later in life. Mm. No. I, I'm surprised you're not a train guy. Like, you look like uh, you could put on the uh, conductor hat. That's why, you, I, that's you, why I ask, because yeah. I've been thinking about... <laughs> you want to ride the rails? I do I do like the idea of trains. Yeah. Like my son's got some like trains we play with, make little tracks. It is it is fun. Yeah. But I'm, I, don't, I don't delve too deep. I'm afraid I'll get... Oh, like if you buy one, back. it's going to be a problem. Yeah, it's an expensive hobby, too. Well, if, this guy's over yeah. the top. But. If you had the opportunity yeah. like to build a train in your basement, like yeah. a small little, would you do it? Oh, yeah. Hands you, you'd work that, on it? Yeah. That's why I think, <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like train guys were born, but I also think my kids have made me a train dad. Oh, Like in oh. my 20s, I don't think I had any interest in train in trains. Yeah. <laughs> But like you weren't uh, sitting at an intersection and see a train go by. You're like, that's a nice train. Who doesn't get excited? I mean, you're angry at first, but then you're like, look at the power of that thing. I mean, oh. I, I don't really chugga, say that. Chugga, 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 I think chugga, you've chugga, chugga, always chugga, been a train guy. You're just finally realizing it. You, you think you're a train guy until... Do you know any train guys in your life? Um, no. My brother was. You ever t- Well, <laughs> you ever talk to a train guy like who's like... Not not a train... Someone employed by the rail, but like, like a, a train, train guy like this? Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> A train enthusiast. Listen to that yeah. horn! Oh, oh my God! Oh, she's beautiful. That's a train guy. I mean, that's what I mean. That's. <laughs> I don't think I'm there. Oh, you, you're not there yet. And I think yes. they're all there. Ah, uh, if you don't need train guys, they love their trains. I bet you, as soon as you buy like one or two trains and some track, you become that guy. I don't. I don't. I don't see myself traveling. The, they travel across the province, across the country. Well, there's like train expos in town to see certain freight oh. trains come by. Those certain engines. Yeah, they log. Yeah, log they do. Them, they do. Yeah, and they wait for them, and then they set up with like lawn chairs and yeah, and then, just, yeah, I yeah. Go by. Absolutely. I just want to have a little steamy in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> it's a slippery slope, I think. I, yeah, that's what I'm worried about. Yeah, and then Rachel dump you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not a train guy, Crash. I no. don't see you doing models. You're not a model. Like, no. You're not a model car guy. You're I, not once a... again, I, I love looking at them. I appreciate the detail in mm-hmm. them. Uh, fantastic. But yeah, I would never do that. No. Nothing calls to you about the rail, Marzi? Uh, no, not particularly. No, no, no. 
I just get really annoyed when I'm stopped at a train. I get pretty mad about it. Yeah, you get very mad. Yeah. You don't appreciate the power? No, no. I no. love looking at the graffiti on them. I start to think about city planning and how things could be done differently, <laughs> where money could go. I start mm. thinking about a ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it's, 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 it's perfect. Like, we've been doing them for 100 years. Yeah, yeah. Over. And because they're still effective. Uh, Southside Bob says, guys, my uh, dad was a train guy. Wow. He passed away a few years ago, and I have all of his train stuff now, but I've never set it up. I've been thinking about setting it up, though. Get on it, Southside Bob. It's a slippery slope. You put on that little engineer hat? I think you would have to, right? And you put on, like, your uh, suspenders, Mm -hmm. jean suspenders, and you're good to go. You're flicking the switch on the rail. Right. Changing the tracks. Yeah. I think you would do it once, Ginge, and you'd find it incredibly boring. I don't know. I I think Ginge would be like, click... And then he's like, <laughs> the train, train goes whistling by, he's and then he flicks a lever, and you see the track move. And then the train goes into a different direction. Yes. Like, oh, <laughs> the power! <Yes. laughs> you can control your little town. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Then it derails. This text here's filling I- tankers with oil. <laughs> Tragedy. <laughs> I really like model rockets. Oh wow! Model rockets are cool too. You ever see a rocket guy at the park? No. Firing them 600 feet into the air? Love Brad, it. It's you incredible. Went Love those, it, but I've never seen that. You went and hung out with those rocket guys when you got that drone. Remember you guys all went droning? And that guy had that rocket? We were in that park downtown by the bridge? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you were there. I didn't talk to them. No, they but They were you, firing off a rocket in the distance. You were trying to get close to be like their buddy. Not they, with your drone. Yeah, he, they wouldn't accept him into the well, fold. no. They're, they're rocket guys. I'm You're like, bringing your drone yeah. to a rocket party? <laughs> I know. I was way cooler. <laughs> you tried. Mm. I was sitting on a blanket reading a book. I'm like, just go over and say hi. Yeah. <laughs> you go and do it for him. Excuse me, boys. <laughs> My guy's into rockets, but he's a little embarrassed to talk to he you. He doesn't have a rocket. He thinks your rocket's cool. Is it cool if he comes and hangs out for a minute? Yeah, yeah. I, could dab- I could probably dabble in some rockets. Yeah, I know you could. Here's what I want to know from you guys this morning, though. 780-489-4669. You can give us a shout. Text us, if you like, as well, at 56789. Simon George spent six months building a 200-foot-long model train before his new girlfriend discovered it. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have a pretty neat hobby? Like, maybe you are doing, like, model rockets. Maybe you're into fighter jets. Um, growing up in my late teens, yeah, even uh, a smidge my early 20s, I was into the uh, the plastic model cars that you assemble. Oh, I remember, remember those? those. Yeah. You go to like Toys R Us or wherever, you buy like a sweet Camaro. Right. And it comes in a million pieces. And then you have to paint all the parts and assemble that. I did that. I had a whole paint set. I had a, a paint carousel. Mm, oh, yeah. With the, the, little, tower. Like the little cups with of... The tiny little ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had every color you can imagine. And then that glue that would get you really high. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, it was such a potent glue. Mm. It was, it was they sold a lot of those kits. Yeah, for some odd reason. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, or do you live with somebody who's a who's a hobbyist? Is your guy right now waking up before going to work in the morning, looking at his train? I feel like a lot of ladies aren't trainers. I don't know. I think you'd be surprised. No, I don't think so. Well, I think she's pretty cool. Too. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say 100 of the women listening this morning this might are be a little not dude heavy. It might be a little dude heavy. So maybe it's your dude. Did he tell you about it, or did you discover it? Later into your relationship. Oh, yeah. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. Alrighty, we're talking about this dude over in the UK. His name is Simon George. 
And he spent six months building a 200-foot-long model train set and didn't tell his new girlfriend about it. The reason why he didn't tell her is because he was worried that she might dump him if she found out he was in the process of building the biggest model railway in the country. Mm-hmm. This dude. Uh, by the way, his structure is now on display for everyone to enjoy at a local market. But he did keep the massive structure hidden in the basement of a building. He told his girlfriend he rented that building in order to store wine in it. But he was, in fact, building trains. Wow. Mm. It's crazy. It is It is wild. It's fascinating to look at uh, like train tracks and the, the setups that people do. Like They are impressive. Yeah, they are. And they do great work. time-consuming. Yeah. Mar- Mar- the only hobby I can think of Mars ever getting into... That you committed to it for like a week. Yep. Uh, Mars uh, went into making hippie soap. Oh yeah, I did. She, yeah, she I put did. it in jars. She used like the rope, the twine. Oh, you gotta have the twine. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It was very insta, <laughs> insta ish. I went into like I wanted to make all like natural products. Yeah. I wanted like natural shampoos and natural. And then I realized that it's quite time consuming, and there's some really good like Canadian products where it's already made. Yeah. yeah. I can just go buy it. That's yeah. pretty much everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody does it way better. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> it was a nice attempt, and they looked great. They did look good. Yeah, they gave it to a couple yeah. people. Like she bought everything. She bought the twine rolls, the twine, the decals. Yeah, the, I did it all. You got to have that like mason jar yeah. book, right? You got to have. You got to. Yeah. Otherwise, what a joke that yeah. would be. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I love the farmers markets. Oh yeah, yeah. it right. was great. Uh, Tasha's hanging on here. Uh, Tasha, how you doing today? Good, how are you guys? Doing pretty Hi, good. we're good. Uh, your husband, uh, he's dabbling in a couple hobbies right now, right? Yeah, my husband is an infamous. He's, he's like an ADHD hobbyist. He hobbies from something for a while and goes crazy, and then we have all the stuff, and then we have to sell it, and then he starts all over again. Oh, yeah, so, okay. So he used to dabble in, um, in RC cars. He had like dozens of them, different sizes, different scales. Yeah. They were like a whole, like he used to do meetups and all that stuff to get different stuff. Oh, wow. But then he sold all of those, and now he's into dinkies. But, oh, the, <laughs> the dinky cars. Yeah, and when I say that the man has hundreds of dinkies, I am not even exaggerating that there's cases because there's special ones, yeah. like different this treasure hunt, this and that. We can't go buy uh, an R- sorry, um, a dinky dump bin or a rack anywhere. It doesn't matter if it's superstore, Walmart, wherever. He's the in man there. has to look. He's like, because if I if I missed it and I found out there was one there and someone got it, it's like, oh my god. He's, and I tell him, I'm like, I look at him, I say, you are such a nerd, and he just goes, <laughs> it smiles and grins and loves every minute of and it. And that's it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So how many, does he display all those like Hot Wheels, all those dinky cars? Does he display them or? <laughs> so there's some that are just, there's so many that some of them are in boxes, but we moved into a new house and it came with this big shelf. And one of the first things he did was take over that shelf and was like, this is where I'm going to put my dinkies. I'm like, where, in the big- where is the shelf? Um, it's in the basement, like oh, okay. on the wall. And I said, as long as it's in the basement, it's not in the living room where everybody sees <laughs> a massive nerd. It's cool. Yeah, I pictured yeah. a big shelf in the living room. And he's Absolutely. like putting all the cars up there. That's right. Growing <laughs> up as a kid, I used to have a boatload of those cars, but I don't, I don't even know where they ended up. Hmm. Unbelievable. And he, some of them, are, he's like, this one, these ones are from the 19 whatever 80s, and they're they're rare. And this, I'm like. Yep. Um, can you talk to me about that when I'm trying to go to sleep? Because that's about how interested I am. In- <laughs> yeah. That's a nap time conversation. Thanks, Tash. Thanks, Tash. This morning, so he's yeah. probably laughing on the way and going, oh, would you get off the radio talking about my music? <laughs> <laughs> ah, we love his collection. That's right. <laughs> totally. All right. Okay, thanks, Tasha. <laughs>
guys. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. <laughs> Yeah, as a kid, I had boatloads of those, and I like she's talking about all the boxes. I had like the like a it looked like a fishing tackle box. Yeah, you open up all these drawers and stuff, and I had all my cars all laid out different levels. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. it was great, good times. Yeah, <laughs> bars not impressed. Yeah, not really into the none of the cars. No, not what, into the dinky cars. What about, like the RCs? Uh, yeah, no, I'm I never mean, got like, into that. No, no. We uh, in the summer we stumbled upon at a park in Saint Albert. Yeah, it was like an RC rodeo. Oh, damn! A bunch of guys had their RCs out. Summer, I think like. They have like actual like gasoline engines. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Inc- have you, have you seen the uh, have you seen the like mini monster trucks with a gas engine? Well, have they, you seen those? That's what these were. They were yeah, like yeah. they had jumps. They were climbing hills. Oh yeah, yeah. They put on a heck of a show, Marzi. Oh, I bet. Because <laughs> they have little tiny engines. Oh. And they're like boom, 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 boom. Me and the other dads were in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Ginger, it's only a matter yeah. of years before you dabble. <laughs> uh, Chad, how you doing, man? <laughs> How's it going, guys? Good, good. Um, your uncle, uh, he's got a hobby that he drops a ton of cash on, right? Yeah, so he played, it's this war game, and essentially it's from World War II to modern day, and you have to have the scale size models for it. I don't know what scale they are, but for 20 plus years, he has invested every penny of disposable income into this game. I, I've got to imagine his basement is filled with models. It, he's probably got 100,000 models down there. So he needs these every models to play the one game? Of them paint. Yeah, so they're die-cast. They're actually uh, metal. Yeah. And they're tanks, infantry, jets, artillery, the whole nine yards. He's If he's not playing the game, he spends every waking hour painting them. Oh, wow. He, he spent hundred. He's got It's got to be over $100,000 on this. Damn. On this wow. That is a boatload. The man hours just alone painting them because, like, his little paint station is incredible. He's got, like, magnifying glass. He uses, like, some of them he like to paint faces, like a single hair paintbrush. Jeez. Would you ever help your uncle with this? No, it looks like way too much work. It doesn't look like fun. It sounds like a ton of work. John's like, I got way better it's, stuff it's, to do. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, he's, he's the equivalent of that train guy. Like, just the yeah. amount of dedication time and energy put into this and like it looks cool to look at like the finished product is all cool but to actually sit there and do it all i'm like mm, no yeah oh, that's a that's lot pretty, it's it's like bars making soap you can just buy it somewhere else paint it. <laughs> exactly <laughs> just go pick yeah. it up it took bars one week to figure yeah. that out <laughs> unfortunately your uncle's been doing that for years yeah. <laughs> oh my god yeah it's, uh, it's, his whole adult life wasted on it oh man good wow. thanks chad thanks chad <laughs> have a good one guys yeah you too man bye-bye wow i know a lot of people are texting and saying that they're mo- mostly the dudes in their lives whether it's their dads or yeah. their husbands or grandpas are like painting those like he said a single hair paintbrush oh yeah on these oh. tiny little figurines. When I did those plastic model cars of like sweet old uh, muscle cars, mm-hmm. you 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 have your whole paintbrush set, and you have the fine ones. You got to do some uh, nice uh, tight paint lines on your car. Wow! I never got into the model cars. I don't know the kids you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, once they're assembled, would you play with them? No, no, no. no. You just right? play them. And then every so often, because it was dusty old Manitoba, yeah. so you got to take them off the shelf and dust them. Oh, right, right, right. Wow. And then every, when I would move around, like that's the first thing you put up. I would have four cars on my TV cabinet, sure. two pointing in one direction, the other pointing in the like against the cars, mm-hmm. and then like a centerpiece 
a car on a pedestal, <laughs> the cream of the crop. <laughs> it was like a 68 Camaro. <laughs> I'd imagine you staying up at night trying to decide which one got the showpiece. Oh, yeah. yeah. Breaking it to the other cars. Imagine if I had access to LED lights like I do now, how I, I could have lit those cars. Man. Imagine. <laughs> Just imagine. <laughs> uh, Ryan's hanging on. Hey, buddy. Hey, how's it going? Doing fantastic. Uh, you a train guy or what? No, I'm not. But my like my father-in-law's neighbor, yeah. he's been like 30-some years working at CN. Okay. He's retired now, but he's built this entire railroad track around his acreage and his property. Oh. Wow. So it's like it's like eight-inch wide track, and these model cars are like 112 scale or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And... He's got the arms that cross, uh, doesn't have the arms, but he has the lights that cross, the, the ding and everything. If you cross his driveway, he's got bridges set up with like retaining walls, all over like old cores that buddies of his gave him. Holy oh, crap. Wow, this guy went hardcore. Oh, yeah. it's And then yeah, there's a couple bridges. You can go, there's tracks that like parallel to the side. So you just get off the train, you turn the arm, and you can switch over to another track. Oh, that's wow. wild. He's got so it, oh, it's the cool. the train like, the train that uh, like the the main engine is it like an old diesel engine train? Some of them are like there's buddies of his that it's really big in the states. They go down to Arizona, yeah, every so often. But they have like old school diesel powered steam engines. His engines, his cars is just off the like, golf cart batteries. Oh, okay, they yeah. They pull like six or seven cars. You can sit on them and ride around the property. So like my kids are young, they love it. Oh, I, I take bet. Them five minutes to get around the entire track on the property oh that's really neat and yeah. it, that's perfect for a, a retired dude right oh yeah and they're expanding it my now my father-in-law because he's an old heavy duty mechanic yeah he's got now he found a model train <laughs> and oh, he's he right in there takes it over there and drives it across and gets <laughs> it going and oh that is wild what does your mom think of that uh, no, this is my mother-in-law. Like, oh, so, okay. Yeah. But oh. he's, like, they will, he, well, he's got, he's an old heavy-duty mechanic, and he has, like, seven tractors that are all 1960s that are all running and everything, wow. so, yeah. A lot of, That's uh, awesome. Yeah, a lot of, uh, and a guaranteed, very expensive hobby. Oh, I'm sure he's got thousands and thousands of dollars. Wow. He's got skid steers, welders to weld it all, like so yeah, iron Yeah, you need the equipment and, to fix it too. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Okay, thanks for sharing that, Ryan. Yeah, no problem. DM Crash and Mars on Insta. Search Crash and Mars, all one word on Instagram. 1023 Now Radio. Let's get to some news here on this Tuesday, December the 7th. So Edmonton could soon have one of the most expensive transit cash fares in Canada. Uh, And this is all because of a decision that was done years ago in 2018. Here's what's set to happen. Transit fares are decided as part of a city's four-year base operating budget. So they look at what they're going to do in the next four years. Back in 2018, City Council decided that fares for transit in the city of Edmonton would climb to $4 by 2022 to cover rising cost pressure like fuel, labor, and power. Other fare products, including monthly bus passes, are also set to increase by 2%. Jeez. That's wild. Like, you, you, things were set 2018. Why can't we make a change? Why well, can't we be like, no, yeah, no, no, that was 2018. Because I don't know if costs have changed. Yeah. $4, it will be the price to ride transit. Ooh. 
in February starting next year. The adult monthly bus pass would rank seventh inexpensive in Canada compared to transit providers behind Vancouver. And apparently Winnipeg's got crazy transit prices too. Huh. Winnipeg's up there for one of the most expensive in the country. I don't know if you want to say, but uh, when you were riding the bus, what was the price? I don't even remember. I just bought a bus pass. Were we talking like coins? No, it wasn't like a, coins. Like a quarter? No, I I don't I don't remember. I it was just I just had a, I always had a bus pass. What a bus pass on you? <sighs> like fifty cents? No, I don't remember. Less? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't I don't remember what it cost. I'm, I really bucks. don't. I used to yeah. buy them at the Seven Eleven. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the cities above us on the monthly price list. Yep. Um, Toronto, the top of the list. Obs. Uh, a little more extensive transit than ours. Mm-hmm. Ottawa just got their LRT in. Mm. Yes, they did. That's right. Having trouble with it. I don't know if Hamilton has any mass public transit. I don't know. I thought Hamilton was just buses. Might just be buses. I know they have like I think they have go trains maybe from Toronto that go out to Hamilton. I don't know if that's included. I I don't don't think that's included. Does Winnipeg have any mass form? Is it just buses? Well, they did. uh, They were talking trains before, and then they never did. But what they did was uh, created express like an express lane. Yeah, for the bus for just bus only. Yeah. So they use that as like the LRT system. They do that in Vancouver too. Yeah. And yeah. They, the bus like goes in like it, uh, it'll be in like big uh, like concrete lanes. How is that? Uh, I think it I think it works. It works great for uh, like heading to the new stadium cuz yeah. they they make sure it's like a direct route to like a uh, major events and stuff. Like major that, uh, buildings. That's what people, some people are pushing for here. Yeah. For the west leg of the LRT, the one out to the mall. Yeah, just get buses. Just express do that bus. rapid bus. Yeah, yeah. Which I, of, I think it was, I think it's working out very well. Instead of building track. Yeah. Yeah, when I was going to school in BC, when I was in Vancouver, I had to take the, they had an express bus as well. Like, I mean, famously, obviously, they have the SkyTrain there. Yeah. And then they had your regular bus. And then if you wanted to get out to campus, you could take the 99. And that was an express bus where it didn't, like, it had fewer stops. Mm-hmm. It just had kind of like major stops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was all right, I guess. I mean, yeah. it was still the bus. Yeah, it'll just stop at like bus, like big bus stations. The big bus ones, yeah. 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 Like it was it was okay. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, I just don't know if you can compare our transit system to Toronto or Vancouver no. or, no. you know, it's just so much better there. Well, they just uh, they just did yeah, it better. It was, it was done yeah. better many, many, many years ago. Yeah, that's right. We're trying to fit everything in now. Now. And we're like, oh, sorry, neighborhoods. We got to buy <laughs> buy you out and blow your houses down. <laughs> hey, we still got a lot of ground to cover, though. Like, we're still, like, large yeah. geographically. We don't yeah. have the dense population. Yeah. But we're so spread out. Yeah, we're very spread out. We have out. so much to build without mm-hmm. the actual ridership to do it. Yeah. The city predicts that transit will earn $13 million less than projected pre-pandemic due to lower ridership levels. The city administration says it's not expecting pre-pandemic ridership levels to recover for uh, maybe another two years we might not see until 2023. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah, I really thought we'd be pushing transit price down instead of up. With the high uh, they prices... Won't, they won't be able to run it if they do. Why not? Because they need to make money. With yeah, the high prices of uh, fare, are all the transit drivers making good cash? Uh, they don't talk about that. I don't know what a transit driver makes. Currently, by the way, the cash fare is $3.50. That's what it's currently. That's what it currently is, yeah. Damn. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. Four four bucks for the bus, unless they change it. Nothing ever goes down. No, of course <laughs> not. Nothing ever but goes down. But they're pushing, you know, everything like green. If you want people not to drive so much, right? make it affordable to take transit. Yeah. But, but we don't want to raise taxes in order for everybody to pay it. Well, they're going to have to raise taxes to keep things green. That's just uh, how it's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> that is how it's going to go. Yeah, that's right. Sorry, gang.
Sorry, <laughs> that is what's going to happen. Uh, this text here says, guys, I bought a bus pass in 2016. Mm. I think bus passes were about $90 a month. Oh, 90 bucks a month. Yeah, I've, I might have been 60. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 16 or 60? 60. 60. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, if you're ago. a student, you get student discounts, That's like true, yeah. you know stuff like that. But some are doing free as part of your tuition. For some do. Wow. Yeah, yeah some do. Hmm. This text here says, "I'm a giver to a caregiver to a woman with disability. She takes the handicap bus, $140 a month for someone with a disability. That is absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. That's from anonymous. That is, I agree. That's totally, that totally is, ridiculous. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are saying that they could not take the bus if they wanted to." Because they need to get to work by five in the morning. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Because what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What time do the buses start up? I don't even know. Like a first pickup, like six. They must start a little bit earlier. You know what? Right? Though even when I was a bus, was living bus life. Yeah, yeah. I had jobs that started before they started running in Vancouver. Yeah. So I had you to cab walk it or walk. All right, yeah. cab. Yeah, cab mm-hmm. or walk. Yeah. They don't go twenty four hour in Vancouver. No, not when I was there. Mm-hmm. They might now. Hmm. But I needed to be at uh, I needed to be at Starbucks at four thirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No bus. Get that shop open. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People were lining up at oh, five. Oh, yeah. Damn right. Yeah. So well, there you, go. you could see that hike coming to our city. Here's some good news, though, for those of you who love Tim Hortons. The coffee giant has now announced oat milk available at all of its restaurants in our country, right across. And it looks all kinds of frothy and delicious. You like your oat milk I sometimes. I do. I love oat milk. They're a little late on this. On uh, other options other than just milk? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they are. Do you do the oat milk at um, Starbucks, Haley? Sometimes I will. Yeah. If I get that sugar cookie oat latte thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that one's good. I had that one the other day. Is it ever? I could drink it forever. (laughs) Me too. It's delicious. Uh, Question. Why can't I froth almond milk? Why doesn't it work? It doesn't work in our, uh, our cappuccino machine at home. It won't froth the milk. You're right. It doesn't, and it doesn't work in the yeah, espresso either. Yeah, it won't froth. Uh, yeah, it won't froth oat milk. It won't froth. It won't froth anything besides milk. Yeah. Hmm. Is it just like a temperature thing? I have no idea. It might be because the Starbucks ones they shoot steam out of it. Yeah, to yeah. Froth it. Whereas I don't know how your Nespresso. I don't know. It's that built-in one. Oh, I don't know. I, don't know. It, I, <laughs> I push buttons on my phone and I'm like, make me a latte. Well, it's called. Frother <laughs> is a microwave and a fork. So, oh, yeah. a microwave and a fork. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it is steam because you fill that water hopper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it won't do it. So it's just it hmm. probably maybe it needs a hotter temp or something. I don't maybe. know. I think it needs a lesser temp. Apparently, since it's so thin. Oh. You have to start with a little less intensity oh. than normal milk. Oh, I can change oh. the temperature of it. And Give steam it to an ever so slightly cooler temperature. Oh. oh. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, I can change the tempo on that. I just cranked it up. I'm like, I want it burning hot. For a limited time, there will be two special drinks available as well. The cinnamon caramel oat latte mm. and a cinnamon caramel oat cold brew, which both sound perfect, by the way, for yeah. dunking some donuts in. So mm. there you go. Yeah. Now, the oat beverage is both lactose and gluten-free and can froth up. They do it like traditional dairy, which is perfect for getting that foamy topping on your hot drinks. Mm. So good. Yeah, so there you go. If you are going to be at a Tim's, go swing by and check that out. Mm-hmm. All right, this is um, kind of a wild story. What would you do if you found a metal box filled with precious gems? Uh, take it to a pawn shop. Pawn shop? I, I, re- I buried in my yard. Someone's looking for those gems. That's treasure. 
Well, I'm keeping it. It's coming home with me. Yeah, I'm with Haley. It's just coming home with me. <sighs> would you report it to police or would you just try to cash it out to buy yourself a new house? Mm-hmm. A man was in the French Alps and he stumbled upon $430,000 worth of jewels. Ooh. Precious jewels. Damn. He called the cops, turned the jewels in. This was several years ago, mm. and he just got a payout the other day. What did they give him for the gems? $215,000. Damn. That's nice. That's nice. Mm-hmm. The mountaineer was hiking on a glacier near Mont Blanc when he stumbled upon the metal box. Inside, he found all kinds of precious stones like sapphires, rubies, emeralds. Mm-hmm. Now, he didn't keep the gems. Instead, he reported them to authorities in France, and police spent eight years deciding what to do with them. Imagine sitting on something for eight years. I'm like, just make up your mind. What did they decide to do with them? Uh, Well, they decided, A, to pay him out. I wonder if they were waiting for someone to come forward. Eight years? Because they only paid him about half what the gems are worth. They did, yeah. Yeah, they only gave him half. Great payout. They don't say what... I think they donated the gems to the museum. Probably. I wonder if they gave him any option like barter price or they're like, this is what we're offering you. Take it or leave it. I always thought, aren't mountaintops too like international waters? No. It's like if you find something in the sea, it's yours. Like you can commit murder on a mountaintop. Mm. Crash and I started watching last night this fascinating documentary. Oh, it was a mountain hiking. Called 14 Peaks on Netflix. Yeah, it's wild. Um, It's extreme. Yeah, it is. If you got some time, like tonight or whatnot, and if you like, you're uh, you know obviously kids would find this incredibly boring, mm-hmm. uh, but it's fascinating what they follow this journey of a Nepali mountaineer and his quest to summit fourteen of the world's eight thousand meter peaks in seven months. Uh-huh. And here's the thing: is like he is like a crazy climber. Yeah. Like, he's intense. He's hardcore. He's like mountain rescuer. Yeah, his body is actually built. They took him into an alpine testing facility in London yeah. where they deprive you of oxygen and then they make your body do things like um, a vigorous exercise. Cognitive skills. Cognitive skills. Damn and man. apparently he can survive on, like, very little oxygen physically, mm-hmm. which yeah, he's is on bizarre. A, yeah, he was on a treadmill with no oxygen yeah. and they had a tablet in front of him and he was doing all these things. For like three, three and a half minutes straight, no oxygen. It's it's wild. I don't want to give away the whole film. I've yeah. only we sh- we shut it off halfway through last night because we had to go to bed. But he finds things on some of these summits, mm-hmm. and it's not gems. No, it's wild what he finds. Is it gold? It's not gold. Bodies. Oh, it's bodies. And like semi alive people. <gasps> semi alive. Yeah. Where yeah. they're like. Yeah. Oh my god. Because they have no oxygen. Does he have to finish them off? Uh, the humane thing? Uh, no. You know when you find a bug on the floor? <gasps> no, Cratch is lying. Is this the story about the, how they prosecute him? How they finally caught this mass murderer? It's wild. Um, no, but yeah, he does rescue some. There's one some. There's yeah. one um there's one guy he comes across. Because him, him and his friends, they summited one of the peaks. So they were all celebrating. They're like, yeah, yeah. And on their way down, they come across a climber. Yeah. Who is barely hanging on. Like they're carrying their own oxygen and they, tanks. Yeah, they've got their own. So they're trying to give him oxygen. Yeah. But they can't deprive themselves of right, oxygen. Yeah. And they're radioing. Where they are on this on this peak, though, of this mountain, they're radioing down to their base camp. And the base camp is like, listen, you guys have to make a choice. 
and we can't get to you. So the choice is you got to leave them. And so they have to make the decision to save themselves and just walk away from this guy. Who's Take away their the- oxygen. Be yeah. like, sorry. Sorry. Sorry, brother. That is such a hard decision to make. Yeah. I won't tell you what they decide to do. You'll have oh. to watch it yourself. But they're faced with that decision. Roll him off a cliff. Do they do the heroic thing? Do they save him? Oh, don't tell me. Mm-hmm. I'm they not going to tell you. Suzanne says, uh, love that show, binging over the weekend. Oh, yeah. We got halfway through last night. and We were supposed to go to bed early, and that didn't happen. We're What's like, ah, oh, damn. Just, we'll was, finish this episode. Oh, it was so good. Mm-hmm. What's it called again? 14 Peaks. It's on Netflix? Yeah. yeah. I'm definitely adding it to my list right now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really good. It's really good. And it, and it shows, people want to know it's a mockumentary. No, no, no. It's real life. No, it's legit. Oh. Yeah, yeah, this guy's legit. He's, yeah, he's hardcore. Yeah, he I can't was, believe it. He was in the military for a while. I can't believe how many people uh, like hike to those peaks. Like at one point, there's like a traffic jam of over 300 people up that there. That was on Everest. Yeah, that was on yeah. Yeah, Mount Everest. That was on it Mount was Everest. <laughs> you will never catch me that far up. <laughs> well, the whole time, Mars like, why do people want to do this? No, like, <laughs> I get it. Like, I mean, we live close to the Rockies. I, there's a lot of people who love, like, you mm-hmm. know, climbing those mountains. Yeah. I just, I, I'm not an adrenaline seeker like that, I don't think. Someone says, if you guys like that one, watch Free Solo on D+. Oh, Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Okay. D+. It's <laughs> an Oscar winner, Free Solo. Is, Is it, it Free Solo? Yeah. yeah, we haven't watched that one. We'll give it a shot. He, uh, he climbs uh, unassisted, no ropes. Oh, my God. No ropes? Yeah. Oh, we did watch that. Did we? Yeah, we. That's that guy. Remember, he went up with that fella, and they camped oh on the side god. of the. Oh my god! Oh really? That yeah. one? Okay, yeah, that's really good. Yeah, we watched that one in the summer. Damn. Yeah, it was wild. Because like his fingers were just like completely shredded off. Yeah, they don't. It's nuts. Yeah, yeah it is nuts. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah, we watched it on D plus. <laughs> <laughs> We watched that one in the summer. Yeah, that one was really good. But if you guys have some time or if you're looking at something to binge when the weather's cold, do 14 Peaks. It's it is really fascinating to watch. Someone said their kids watched it. They're 16 and 14, and yeah. they were fascinated by it. Yeah, older kids will love it. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, so 14 Peaks. He ain't finding gems, uh, no. which is unfortunate. But also, I'm just surprised at how many people he finds. Oh. Yeah. Just are like mountain, living his life. Like, are the mountaintops just littered with people? Half alive? I know Half Everest alive is. or just dead? Everest usually is. Yeah, Everest, I think people like... Uh, like we watched, dead, though. Yeah, right? we watched some documentaries where like snow melts a bit or whatever, and it reveals a couple bodies, bodies there. Yeah. Well, and they use the bodies as landmarks. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. They, they're like, hey, we're at this point now because there's old dead Harold Fred? from the 60s. There's Haley in her flannel. <laughs> oh, I'd be <laughs> one kilometer up the mountain. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Below base camp. <laughs> yeah. I'd be wearing flannel too, Haley. Yeah, just yeah. in cute boots. <laughs> You'd be in like a full like fuchsia uh, suit, a yeah. one piece. <laughs> like, yeah. Retro, like 90s. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not climbing there. You're that's ski gear. <laughs> you can hear it going shoop, 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 shoop yeah, up yeah, the mountain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get your skis shined up. Grab a oh, stick of juicy fruit. The taste is gonna, gonna kill ya. Or oh, kill ya, yeah. You're right. I have a cute suit on, though. Yeah. It's yeah. true. So, yeah, give that a watch. Give it a watch. All right, you guys got three weeks. Is it three weeks now until Christmas to prep for it? So you're probably going to screw something up. And a new poll looked at the most common 
Christmas blunders. And here are some of them uh, that we're doing. Uh, number one, leaving tags on gifts so that people can see what you paid for them. Have you ever done the, uh, someone pulls a gift out and they're like, oh my God, and you see a tag and you lunge for it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do. Snap the tag off. You throw your whole body at oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, number two, running out of wrapping paper on Christmas Eve. Don't leave it till the last minute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Scary. Uh, sending out Christmas cards too late so nothing gets there on time. Gifts you can throw in that as well. Mm-hmm. We did the deadlines the other day on what you guys have to have your gifts in the mail by. Yeah. I shipped out my stuff. Uh, number four, not getting someone a gift, but they got you a gift. Awkward. That's awkward. That's why I was asking you uh, yesterday. I'm like, are you sure? We're only doing one yeah, each. Yeah, I just got you one gift. I don't want a surprise you of don't. all of a sudden there's five there. There's no surprises. You have one gift. We agreed on one gift each this year. That's what we're doing. Plus a stocking. No, no stocking. <laughs> Gifts in the stocking? No. <laughs> you put the stockings up. Nope. Santa is not coming to our house this year. Oh. No stocking? I already talked to him. What? Sure. Boarded up the... Yeah, cover up that chimney. (laughs) (laughs) No, Santa. Getting too drunk on Christmas Eve so you're way too hungover to enjoy your morning the next day. Oh, that's fine. You can do that. Yeah, I think if you've got kids, though, you're up really early. Oh, yeah, that's fair. you got to look enthusiastic. Mm -hmm. Just pour a little Bailey's in your coffee. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That'll fix it. (laughs) If you're hurting, though. We'll hear the dog. Yeah. Mm. Knocking over your Christmas tree. Well, that's usually too much drinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, drinking too much in general when you're around relatives. That happens. Yeah, it does. That's the time of year to do it, though, right? Yeah. yeah. So- sometimes you have to. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah. Forgetting to put on your happy and surprise face while opening a gift from grandma. Mm. Yeah. Screwing up Christmas dinner. And watching a movie with your family that's got a raunchy sex scene in it is also That's funny. awkward. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. You don't always know. You don't always expect it. No, no you don't. You don't. And it's not always just your family either. It's like in-laws. Yeah. Yeah. So you're watching your mother-in-law watching someone just get it. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird when uh, we went to watch House of Gucci uh, like a week or two ago. Yeah. And it was weird just sitting in the theater because there's one scene of Adam Driver. And Lady Gaga. Going to town on Lady Gaga. And I'm like, hmm. And I look around and there's like teens sitting over there. There's a nice older couple behind us. I'm like, this is and like Gaga's like, ah! and I'm like, oh my god. She that? was uh it was it was almost comical. It was in a work trailer and it was wild. It was wild. It also came out of nowhere because yeah. the the movies like the pacing of the movie and the script of that movie is not, and the editing isn't great. Yeah. So you're going from like one scene when you're like, oh, okay, they're establishing a relationship. And then it's like, Gaga's like, Dah! Like comically. Yeah. Comically. And like, as soon as the blinds went, yeah. I'm like, oh no. And I'm like <laughs> looking around and then, yeah, the, the, <laughs> that scene. I'm like, what? I was <laughs> laughing. Because I'm like, how do you film that? Without howling. Without dying laughing. I mean, it was, it just, it looked absolutely ridiculous and it didn't fit the yeah. movie. And so it was, when it House, was weird. When House of Gucci comes out on streaming, like there's going to be a lot of families being like, oh, well, let's watch House of Gucci. And they're going to be with awkward family members. Yeah, be warned. There's a really bizarro land, get it on scene. <laughs> Which is mostly done from the perspective of Adam Driver. Yeah, looking down at Gaga's and face. It's, <laughs> oh, no. It's, it's bizarre. It's weird. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. I'm, I'm sitting in my chair at the theater drinking my beer. I'm like, huh, interesting. <laughs> I, 
was just laughing. And yeah. I'm like, I think I'm the only one laughing. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, because everyone else is in shock. Everyone else, yeah. I have like a 30-foot gaga <laughs> <laughs> with things happening to her <laughs> in rapid succession. <laughs> uh, like, it wasn't like nice, passionate... Was she playing it for yeah. laughs? Yes, yeah, someone else it watched it. It was the and grunting. They're like, yeah, the grunting. People the, are highlighting the grunting. The grunting was so weird. <laughs> You've never had Adam Driver on top of you? No. Yeah, maybe yeah, maybe, maybe it's know. different. I don't think I want to. I think I'd just die laughing the whole time. You ain't walking after. No, well, I ain't. You ain't. Big boy. Oh. It was so. It was so why bizarre. The, why the over the job grunting? I don't know. I I'm not sure. Like I it wasn't a beautiful, a beautiful no. scene. <laughs> but it was supposed to be. I yeah. I I think it was supposed it to was, be like a you're a hot moment. Like mm-hmm. oh, but we're, we're in the work trailer and the boss is not around. It was the farthest thing from sexy though. <laughs> They're like guys. His name is Driver. I know that's a good point. You're right. He'll get you. I want to know from you guys this morning, 780-489-4660. How do we segue from that into a conversation? Oh God, please don't call me with your terrible story. No, it's not going to be that. <laughs> Who's the loudest <laughs> No, no, no. It's not going to be that. 780-489-4669 is the number to call. Text us, if you like, as well, at 56789. On this list, one of the worst things that can happen on around the Christmas holidays is watching a movie with your family that's got a scene in it that makes everybody <laughs> uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Were you wa- What movie were you watching? Maybe you were watching it with your parents, and it snuck up on you. Because some of them just like, boof. Yeah. Like, it's not leading towards that. All of a sudden, oh my God, it's happening. Yeah. Maybe perhaps you knew there was a love scene coming up, but you didn't know it was going to be that much of a love scene. Or even dirty talk. Yeah. That's like, awkward. Just as much as a, a sex scene. Or you're watching it with grandma and grandpa, mm-hmm. your mom and your dad. Maybe even you're just sitting there with your brother. Like if me and my brother sat down Ooh. and like, I, I just. <laughs> <laughs> That'd Sexual be... tension <laughs> filling the air. Oh, no. it, would just, it would just be weird. That would be awkward. <laughs> We would all talk through it. I know we would. Yeah. We'd all start talking. You just start talking loud. We just start talking. Then you miss that hot scene. Yeah. Or maybe, like Crash said, uh, we were in a movie theater. The lovely old couple. Mm-hmm. Sitting behind us. Some teens a few rows over. Well, just like the combination of people watching this movie. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What movie were you watching uh, with your mom, your dad, your grandma, your grandpa? And one of those scenes just snuck up on you. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. Alrighty, we're talking about uh, sitting through a very awkward scene in a movie, a love scene or a a super love slash gore scene with maybe your grandma right there, maybe your mom, your dad. Yeah, any of that can be awkward with family members, but sometimes not all love scenes are the same. Yeah. Sometimes it's a beautiful depiction of a couple's uh, affection for each other. Sometimes. And sometimes it's... You ever seen Requiem for a Dream? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't, it's uh, it's Darren Aronofsky's uh, uh, brutal uh-huh. uh, look into the world of drug use. Uh, and I was watching that. Uh, this, I was in college. I was like 20, 21 years old. I was at my friend's house, Steve's house. And his mom was in town. And we were watching a movie together. And uh, she's deaf, so we had the subtitles on. And the movie, it's a great movie. It's a great movie. Uh, but it finishes with uh, uh, a couple of the gals, mm-hmm. in an effort to acquire some drugs. Do some things. Go to a house party. Yep. And uh, they put on a, a show uh, for the attendees there. But there's the famous part of it where all the, the, the group of men at this house party are chanting. Oh. Uh, A2A. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
And that was, and we had to, and she's deaf, so we had the subtitles on. So just across the bottom of the screen, it keeps repeating. And then they show it. And it wasn't my mom, so I didn't really care. Yeah. But it was great to watch them, like, not look, make eye contact and with like, each other at all. Eyes Steve, to the floor. Steve getting smaller and smaller. Mm -hmm. oh. And me getting happier and happier. Yeah. Because <laughs> you can leave, and it's, oh. it's hilarious. Oh. It's <laughs> on the scene. Oh, this text here says, hey, guys, uh, last Christmas... When Bridgerton was big on Netflix, we hadn't watched it. My mom and I made a number of evening dates to sit down and watch it together. Well, we had no idea that later on in the season, the Duke and Duchess go at it for that long. Mm. Uh, yeah, both Haley and I watched uh, Bridgerton. Yeah. And those scenes are... Steamy. Very. Are very they quick steamy. or they, they do go no, on for... They are... Watch them alone. Oh. Watch them alone. Don't watch them with your parents or your children. Oh. No. Or your friends. No. <laughs> like, I think even if Haley and I were sitting there watching it together, we'd both be like, oh my. It'd be awkward. <laughs> <laughs> both reaching for popcorn, yeah. trying to get a distraction going. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're wondering, uh, did you watch a uh, awkward movie with uh, your, your family members, some friends? Uh, did you, was it at home? Was it at a theater? Uh, Mark can start things up. Mark, how you doing? Hey, buddy. How are you? Doing fantastic. Um, what was the movie uh, that you had on that uh, got a little awkward? Well, I wasn't watching it. It was something I walked in on. Uh, oh. It was that movie Fifty Shades of Grey or Fifty Shades of Bruises, I like to call it. Yeah, yeah. It's Fifty Shades. Fifty yeah. Shades, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, so, so I ended up walking in on my uh, my 86-year-old grandmother, my mom, and my sister all very oh. you know, intently watching this. So then I, I slowly opened the door, and I saw what a couple of whips and some leather and stuff like that. And I was like, heck no. Just slowly backed out of the door, went back to the, the shop, started working on my tractor, and I may or may not have washed my eyes out with gasoline that night. <laughs> not only from just seeing what was on TV, the... And yeah. then seeing, yeah. yeah, your grandma, your mom, and you, did you say sister as well watching? I have no clue, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. they were all yeah. there together. They were just all eyes glued to the TV. That's quite the selection for grandma, mom, and daughter. Oh, I know, and after that, I was like, you know what, I'm just not going to talk about this. I'm just going to tuck this into the deepest, darkest part of my mind and just forget about it. <laughs> yeah. It never happened. Yeah, that's that movie's... Yeah constant oh yeah i guess it would be right mm -hmm. yeah 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 a little intense Just yeah, a little yeah. <laughs> okay thanks mark <laughs> right on guys yeah bye-bye yeah that movie i like i'm surprised that i mean maybe those three ladies were like listen maybe they didn't know what it was maybe she's like oh is it 50 shades of gray hair oh maybe imagine mark walking in hey what are you ladies watching uh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. well see you later <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> back to the shop <laughs> Uh, another one here. Uh, let's do uh, Sherry. Uh, we're talking about awkward moments when uh, watching a movie. Uh, what's your story here? Yes, it was time for the my boyfriend and I to meet each other's parents, like for the parents to meet. Right. Like, like that's not awkward enough as it is. Yeah. So for sure it is. My yeah, my mother-in-law decided to go break the ice and get a movie, and it was Fargo. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> so... Yeah, awkward moment, and it was quite funny to this day. It went to our wedding, and we all laugh about it now, but mm -hmm. it was definitely awkward, and we ended up playing cards at the end. Oh, yeah. Well, Fargo is also incredibly violent. Like, I mean, with the famous it, yeah. wood chipper scene, and... Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. it's it's uh, it's a lot. There's a lot to take in in Fargo. Well, and there's the, the, the weird sex scenes, because he's weird. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Totally, and this this movie was recommended by the 
you know, back in the day blockbuster person. Oh, take Fargo, it's great. Right. The sixteen year old cinephile is like, Oh, you guys should watch Fargo. <laughs> I know, right? Crazy. Oh, that's uh, wild. Okay, thanks, Sherry. Thanks, Sherry. Thanks, guys. Love the show. Oh, thanks Bye. so much. Bye bye. That would be oh, awkward. Boy. Those scenes in Fargo, whoo. Like the hotel scene? Yeah, I uh, I forgot about scene? a few yeah, of those yeah. in very yeah, it's mm-hmm. tricky because it is. It is a great movie. It's critically acclaimed for good reasons. It's fantastic. For sure. But it also, yeah, would be awkward depending <laughs> on who you're watching it with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tam in Edmonton on the north side says, guys, my son is really into Dungeons and Dragons. And he came home one day and said, there's an awesome TV show we should all watch together called Game of Thrones. Mm. Now, he doesn't watch much TV, so his friend lent him the first season. Uh, all he was told was that Game of Thrones was a little gory. Well, he was living with his grandma at the time, and she said, yeah, I'll watch it with you. Well, the first season is full of some of the most graphic nudity we have ever seen in our lives. I've never watched Game of Thrones. Is it, it wild? It's just constant. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's just boobs after boobs after boobs wow. after boobs. They'll do huge plot points while they're in like uh, a bordello. Yeah, yeah. Like 20 minutes explaining like in- intricate things that you need to know to understand the show. But it's well, people are just constantly having sex yeah. in the back. Oh, my God. <laughs> so you can't skip it because you'll miss all the important stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah that would be awkward watching it with your parents. Tam uh-huh. said grandma paused it, looked at her grandson and said, are we both going to need therapy after this? <laughs> You're, you're ruining the plot here. Shush. Uh, they only watched one episode together. He watched it alone oh, after I bet. that. Yeah, I, I bet. bet. Yeah. Uh, another one. Uh, Don's on uh, five year. Hey, Don. Morning. Hey. Hi. Um, How are you, you guys? Two- oh, doing We're fantastic. Really good. Thank you. You took your good. son to a movie that got a little awkward, right? Oh, I took him to Gone Girl. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was so embarrassing because. I kind of thought it was just about a guy and his missing wife and <laughs> the scene with Doogie Hauser when yeah. she kills him. Yeah. Yep. I was mortified. He turned and looked at me with his mouth hanging open like, what did you bring me to? Oh. <laughs> because that is not only like super graphic throat slashing. Yeah, oh. yeah. But also very kinky. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a whole kinky scene. It yeah. is, yeah. And you're like, oh, this guy was a, a doctor on TV when I was growing up. Yeah. He's Doogie Hauser. <laughs> Exactly. I never expected that. And the look on his face, I'm like, I apologize. (laughs) How how old was your son? I think he was about 17, 18 then. But still, still, you don't want to watch that with your mom. You don't want to watch that with your mom. (laughs) No. No. And we... Oh, I'll have to tell him about this, phoning you guys and telling you, because he'll be even more more mortified about it. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, next next movie we went to was Star Wars. I felt a little better with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. that works. That works. Nothing's gonna shock you there. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Okay, thanks for that, Don. Yeah, Don. take care, guys. Okay, bye-bye. bye bye. Oh. Bye. Great movie, but lots of language in that scene as well. Yeah, they're very descriptive. They're very descriptive in that whole Sexually scene. Sexually charged throughout. Who would have thought old Doogie Hauser could do that? Who would have thought? <laughs> uh, Amy says, guys, the French movie Amelie. My mom and I saw it in theaters when I was like 10. I've mm-hmm. actually studied this film. It says, first of all, we weren't expecting a subtitled film because it was in French. Secondly, we were not expecting all of that sex. <laughs> 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 Super awkward when you're a preteen watching it with your mom. Yeah. We still joke about how this is our first awful film choice together. Uh, there is a lot, lot of relationships in that movie. Anyone throw on uh, Wolf of Wall Street for their kids? Oh my gosh. <laughs> and sit down and watch that with their kids? Oh my like there's God. a that covers everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's just from start to finish inappropriate for kids. Right? Yeah.
Oh, it's just a movie about stock markets. Oh. <laughs> oh. Don't worry, it's fine. <laughs> Learn about investing. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh. Um, hey, Michelle. Hey, good morning. How are Hi. you? Doing We're good. fantastic. Uh, you you brought your son to a, a questionable movie, right? Yeah. Sorry. Mobile order for Michelle. Okay, sorry. <laughs> sorry. That's all right. <laughs> the song was playing. I thought I was good. Oh, yeah, no worries, no worries. Um, yeah, when my son was about eight, we decided to take him to me, myself, and Irene. Oh, oh. no. Mm. Yeah. How, how did that go? Thinking, you know, Ace Ventura. We're thinking, it's good for kids. We'll be fine. Yep. <laughs> did, the scenes, we did the scenes go over his head because he was a little too young? or? Oh, no, 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 no. Mm. No, when they were at the park bench. Yes. Yeah, the mouth on the boob. Yep. Yes. Yep. Well, my son paused for a second and then said, Oh my God, he's sucking on her? <laughs> yeah. You're like, Yes, he is. Son. Yeah. There's a lot going on there. <laughs> yeah, with that movie's like got a lot of stuff machinery and yeah. items. I know. And it's a packed theater. And all of a sudden, you see, hear an eight year old kid yelling that. I was mortified. I felt like two inches big. I sunk so deep into my seat. You slip out before the lights turn on <laughs> so people can see yeah. that you brought your eight-year-old. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, thanks, uh, Michelle. <laughs> horrible. <laughs> right? Okay, have a good one. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Oh. Uh, yeah. That, just thinking back on that movie, imagine, I didn't see that in the theater, but mm -hmm. seeing that on the big screen, wow. That'd be wild. Oh, such with your little kid next to you. This text here says, guys, we went with a bunch of guys to watch the movie 300 when it came out, the one with Gerard Butler. Yeah. We were in our early teens. It turns out, though, that we they wouldn't let us in without an adult because it was rated yeah. R. We were being dropped off by my dad, and the only way that we could watch it is if he went to the movie with us. So we talked my dad <laughs> into it. So it's me, my friends, and my dad. It's got Gerard Butler, man. You love Gerard Butler. All sitting in a theater, which is... Uh, immediately awkward when you're sitting in a theater with your dad when you're a teen. Mm. And the movie opens with a stark, naked, nude woman dancing around on the screen for what uh. felt like hours. <laughs> well, I know why you boys wanted to see this movie. <laughs> That's the only film that I felt like, quote, we just got through it. Uh. Nobody talked about it and no one enjoyed it that day. I love day. how it's never addressed. <laughs> you're like, oh, please just get to the gratuitous violence. Please. <laughs> Uh, one more on this. These are great. Um, sure. AJ, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? Doing We're fantastic. Um, did you watch a questionable movie with a family member? And it got, it got weird? Yeah. yeah, it was the extended family. It was my in-laws, um, my husband's um, extended family, all of his grandparents, uncles, nephews, and nieces Wow. that, that were watching this movie. Yeah. And um, I had found a VHS tape at their place of our child as a baby and i was like oh this is going to be so fun yeah uh, we just came back for christmas after years and years of being away so we're like this is going to be so amazing um so after christmas dinner uh, everyone files into the living room and i pop in this baby tape yep um and what actually was on the tape my in-laws taped over it with a video of them exercising. <laughs> and you fired it up in, in front of the entire family. <laughs> Old family movies. What a memory. I, it was the longest, probably like two 
seconds in the world, but it felt like five minutes. Oh, yeah. Oh, because no. you would have dived at that VHS machine as fast as your body would let you move. Because they probably didn't start at the beginning no. of them, like, setting up the camera, having fun. It was, it was like, right in the middle. time. Yep. It was, like, in the middle. Like, <laughs> like... DM Crash and Mars on Insta. Search Crash and Mars, all one word on Instagram. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. Let's get to some news here on this Tuesday, December the 7th. At a 7-Eleven on the north side of the city, you can get taquitos, mm-hmm. a Slurpee, mm-hmm. and now some liquor. Damn. What? Yes. How? How is that possible? The location at 141st Avenue and 127th Street is the first 7-Eleven in Canada to serve alcohol in its dining room and also sell it to go. They have a dining room? They do. They have a small little dining room in that area. This this year, the AGLC relaxed its rules to partly allow convenience stores to sell the booze. In a statement, they explained that the license allows 7-Eleven to have an in-store restaurant in a designated area where liquor is permitted. Would you go sit at 7 and crush a beer? Well, I wouldn't want to. I'd like to take one from Sev. I doubt you can take it, right? It has to be consumed there? No, they can get it to go. You can get it to go. Huh. But they must have the re- they, that's why they have the restaurant I'm guessing to get around the Yes. That's how they get around oh, the Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, they took a picture of uh like some of their selection. Yeah. Not bad. Looks like a lot of uh like craft beer in there. Yeah, a lot of craft beer in there. Huh. So they would just uh designate an area, put like a couple tables and be like, "Oh, that's our dining room," and then people can buy it. I'm guessing, yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking so too. 7-Eleven said that the North location is the first in Canada to have alcohol, but ALGC says that there are other convenience stores in Alberta that also serve liquor, so this store isn't the first convenience store to do so, just the first 7-Eleven. Why don't we? Because gas stations can sell cigarettes. Yeah. They can sell lottery. Yeah. Why why don't we let them sell booze? Is it because it would just crush the liquor stores and then maybe Probably. a bunch of businesses would collapse? Maybe it's a whole thing of if they make it too convenient or something. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm going to say it's because of the liquor stores. Because I, I do love it in the States. It's I convenient. I love going to the grocery store in the U.S. Yeah, that's and handy. getting my booze there without yeah. having to get into my car mm-hmm. and drive to another location. Because mm-hmm. then you can pair your snacks and your booze choices. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the Maritimes, they had uh, liquor stores attached to the grocery store. But you still had to leave. You, well, you can you can enter. Some stores would have like the hallway that you can push your cart through. Yeah. And take all your groceries after you purchase them and wheel them into the liquor store or vice versa. I think liquor stores could survive still with like, because they have a much bigger selection still. Yeah, ultimately, if you're looking for something, you go liquor store, not gas station. But like quick, uh, quick six pack, twelve pack. Yeah, if you need a quick station. beer. Yeah, in the states, you can get hard liquor at a grocery store. You sure can. Can you get hard liquor at a gas station, or is it just beers? in the states? You yeah. sure can. You oh yeah, yeah. yeah they got liquor aisle. Yeah, <laughs> liquor aisle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, liquor aisle. Mm-hmm. Some people are saying that they don't think you can get it to go. This news story flat out says you can serve alcohol in its dining room. And also get it to and go. And take it to go. Yeah. Off sales, baby. Yeah. That's right. Interesting. Uh, this text here says, guys, in Newfoundland, you can buy beer at the gas station and convenience stores. Hmm. Huh. It is handy. I think it's handy, too. I like it in a grocery store. Mm-hmm. Going down the liquor well, aisle. Yeah, one-stop shop, man. Personally, yeah. Mm-hmm. An employee at a small town car wash is A-OK after a customer drove through the business's reception. At around 9 a.m. yesterday, an SUV went through the wall at the Warburg Bottle Depot and Car Wash. Oh, geez. Now, the employee said that they were really lucky. 
Um, apparently, there there was a vehicle that drove through the wall. Holy you know when you, crap! You know when you go to like a wand wash and the the car washes at that little like office area? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was people working in that office area. RCMP say the SUV driver was entering the wash bay that shares a wall with the office and the reception area, and the vehicle just didn't stop. They were also okay, so no one was injured, even though there was a significant amount of damage done in the incident. No one was hurt. Like it's, uh, Do you want some of the news story here of the guy talking? Yeah, sure, if yes, you got it. CTV interviewed the uh, owner of the car wash. Uh, this is him talking about what they were hearing. I was lucky because she just unlocked that door and she heard someone banging back there so she just got to the back door and someone she heard a big boom and come up and there's a vehicle in here whoa (laughs) like imagine you walk through your hallway and you're like huh wow (laughs) that car just flew through like it was the wall was paper it flew right through it that was the most Canadian man I've ever heard. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right how's she going? The there, eh? <laughs> we didn't know what was up. Yeah. <laughs> Police haven't announced any charges as of yet. Uh, they do say that it was just an accident. So that person pulled into the car wash and just didn't stop. Once again, a mix of the gas and brake pedal? Is that I what it is? I'm guessing. What that is. Dangerously close together. Yeah. <laughs> Ginge wants that divider there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is, uh, that's wild. Mm-hmm. They're lucky. Very lucky. It's wild that no one gets, like, thankfully, that no one gets injured. Yeah. Like, just so happens, like, someone got up to make a coffee and left the room. And left the room. Boom! Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Off to Ontario we go, where a man there says that he's been fighting to get back $19,000 for months after making a simple mistake. He was trying to transfer money between two of his bank accounts, got the money or got the transit number wrong, mm-hmm. and nineteen thousand dollars was transferred into a stranger's account instead. <laughs> oh no! This guy, his name is Roberto, said he just purchased a new home in Milton, Ontario. He was trying to transfer money from his BMO account to his CIBC account so that he could make the down payment on the purchase. He called BMO to arrange the wire transfer, figuring that was the easiest way to move the funds to CIBC. Now, he said, Roberto, that he has two bank accounts with CIBC. One, personal savings. One, for business. Mm -hmm. He was trying to transfer $19,000 into his savings account. While he was making the transfer, he correctly read out the savings account number, but mistakenly gave the transit number to his business account. Mm-hmm. Therefore, they transferred the money into a stranger's account. Because the numbers weren't matching. Nope. Oh. Now, that five-digit transit number helps the banks identify which branch the money is being sent to. The mistake resulted in $19,000 being sent to a stranger's CIBC account. Like, bank errors happen every so often. Yeah. Can't they just yank that money back? I would think. Right? Because we've we've done uh, conversations on that where, like, surprise money showed up in your bank account. And then people are like, yeah, and then, like, four days later, it was gone. gone. Yeah. Did did Roberto get his cash back? Um, Not yet? Huh? <gasps> This is what the banks are saying. He said he immediately called BMO, who told him they would launch an investigation. He called the bank every day for an update for five weeks. Oh. He was told that his $19,000 was deposited into someone else's account and the person had withdrawn it. (gasps) Oh, man. 
He said, both BMO and CIBC then said, sorry, there's nothing more we can do. How is nothing there nothing more? Do? Well, the person that with that withdrawed the money, then you charge them. The bank would if the bank accidentally put the money in there. They know whose account it is. Right? They know whose account it is. And there's and they're saying there's nothing they can do. Forget that. So Roberto did the next best thing, and he called the cops. <laughs> okay. <Wow. laughs> he was told by the police that because he initiated the transfer, there was nothing to investigate. Oh. So be, because he made an error, it's yeah, they're too like bad? that's your fault. Sorry, it's not fraud. There's nothing we can do about it. Oh, that sucks. And he was using this money to buy a house. You said right? Yeah. Did he get his? Does this mean he doesn't get his house? He has no house. Well, who's got an extra 19k laying around? Because he lost the money, Roberto said he had no choice but to back out of the sale of his new home. Oh, Roberto. So what happened? Well, his next move, he went to the news. Yeah. Sometimes the news gets it done. And guess what happened? Did he get it back? Oh my God, the news got it done? CTV News Toronto called CIBC and BMO about Roberto's situation. He received a call from the bank saying, oh yeah, here's your $19,000. We'll put it back in your account. Wow. Well, just do it in the first place. Yeah, just get it done. Also, five weeks? Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't let it go a week. He said all in all. Remember last week I was talking about my return? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> my refund, rather. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is money. the week. <laughs> all in all, it took him two full months. Holy crap! Yeah, people are saying I don't know if they work for a bank, but they're saying he did it himself. It's not the bank's responsibility. It's up to him to check the numbers. Well, and that's what he was told. He was told that by the banks, and he was told that by the police. Yeah. Well, sure, it's not their responsibility, but they can still do it. Like, do me a He's solid. He's still a customer of yeah. theirs. Yeah. Just fix the error. Yeah, money comes and goes all the time. If you were went to the bank today and you saw $19,000 in there, would you withdraw it immediately? Just to be safe. Yeah. Also, <laughs> isn't that stealing from the person who withdrew the money? Or is that not well, stealing? Well, it might just be like a, a generous donor. I wouldn't assume it was someone <laughs> else's money. I would assume this billion-dollar bank made a mistake. Yeah, I would and never I would assume have no it's issue taking their money at all. Yeah, yeah, but I if you steal it was someone else's, but if you steal it from the bank, you're you're it's, now that's stealing. You're stealing. Yeah, they got to come get it, but they can they can afford it. Yeah, but when it was Roberto's money, I mean, now they're not good. they're not going after the person who stole the well, nineteen. Exactly, because Roberto did it himself. It wasn't the bank's error? It was Roberto's. Yeah, so the bank wipes their hands him. clean. They're like, I don't know if uh, you got drunk and just donated him money. Who knows? Oh, okay. So it didn't come out of the bank's account. So the bank don't This care. is just Roberto's cash, and they're like, big deal. Oh, man. But it is funny that the news contacted them. The news. And they reversed it. You had to go to the news. So I wonder what's uh, what's the deal with the person that took the 19000 out. They are not saying a word. Hmm. They don't identify the person. They don't say anything about that person. You can't really be in trouble. Even if you know it was wrongly put in there for taking money out of your account, can you? Some people just don't check their accounts. Who knows what's going on in there? Yeah, I, don't right? know, I don't know how interest works. I'm not a mathematician. <laughs> yeah, I made $19,000 on interest. <laughs> I've had this savings account for quite some time. Yeah. <laughs> Someone says, Mars, how is it stealing money if it's put into my account and I take the money out of the account? Well, because it's not your money. But you don't know. Yeah, I would. I would assume it was the banks. And yeah. Be, honestly, I wouldn't care at all if they lost nineteen thousand dollars. Yeah. I yeah, would yeah. never assume someone else got. I didn't even know you could just put money in whoever's account you wanted. Yeah, to. Yeah, I didn't know you could do that either. Well, he said he called and then he was doing a wire transfer. The wire transfer was between two banks, between BMO and CIBC. I've done that. 
to pay for an Airbnb, which I probably shouldn't have because that via wire transfer. I did. <laughs> I sent it to a uh, uh, Costa Rican bank. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Thankfully, it worked out. It all worked out. After I did it, I'm like, no, this is uh, this is bad. But uh, it worked out. It wasn't nowhere's near nineteen thousand, mind you. No, God, no. I think it was like fifteen hundred bucks to secure the place. But it worked out. But yeah, you can you literally just get a account numbers and you punch it in on the website and send that money. And you go through like a couple pages that they're like, "Are you sure?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm sure." And then another page, "Are you really mm-hmm. sure about yeah, this?" Yes, I, I am sure. Yeah, yeah. This text here says, "I made a mistake, and I paid the wrong credit card. It took the banks weeks in order to get my money back from the credit card." Oh, uh, yeah. They both, both banks played the game of, I don't see anything here. I can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That'd be tough. Because you're just putting money into your own credit card. And then you're like, actually, no, I need that money back. So that person then who just withdrew the 19 grand, mm-hmm. like they just have 19 grand? I guess, or maybe, the bank, well, maybe the, bank. the bank went after them. Yeah, the bank will contact them. Because hmm. now the bank paid back Roberto, so maybe they... Cause maybe and the they bank s- ain't giving out free cash. No. Maybe they're barely getting by. <laughs> Our poor banks. They are Our poor rough. banks, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Uh, Dana's at the top here. Dana, how are you doing today? Good, how are you? Doing Hi. pretty good. Uh, something similar happened to you. You threw money into someone else's bank account? Well, I went a little close to it, but the, the news actually had to save the day from the bank. The bank. So uh, someone cut the lock off of my wallet in the gym, Yeah. and she uh, later called pretending to be a security from TD Bank trying to... Um, get my PIN number and said, come on down. We've arrested this person. So we rushed down to the bank to go meet with the head of security. And lo and behold, she gave us the wrong address. And we figure out this is fraud. And the the person there is like, no one here works by that name. What are you talking about? And so she stole about uh, $20,000 from us. Oh, no. And so we were fighting with the bank going back and forth over three weeks. And she had gone down to Calgary the Friday before a long weekend, put her, somehow put her face on my ID, pretended to be me. Wow. And, with, and withdrew seven, or like five or six different transactions to pull out all the money underneath what they need, like a manager ride over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she pulled out all these transactions. I'm like, I don't live in Calgary. Why would I ever drive to Calgary to go clean out my accounts and get overdraft and take like clean out my accounts? Why would I do that? I've never been to that branch before. You think that would have like raised some flags? Red flags, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. So it might have been that a manager or this person that she knew somebody down there to go swipe, 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 right? Because she didn't need to get the manager's approval. Yeah. And the bank was like, nope, that wasn't, you were there. That was your ID. We always ask for ID. You have to show this. And I basically was like, "Mm, no, that's not true. I would never do that. And then, of course, because their banks and they want their payments on, you know, the 15th rolls around and they want their mortgage payment and they want their payments for things. I'm like, I have no money. Yeah, you're like, I'm broke now. Right, oh, so, that sucks. All in all, did you end up getting your money back or this is still ongoing? Uh, no, we went to uh, the news and we called everybody up on Friday and it was on 5, 5.30, 6 o'clock and Monday morning at 8.45, got a nice email and everything was deposited back in. Wow. The power of the news. The news. <laughs> That's why I do the news. You're That's just, why you're just do- a person, right? They don't care. You're just a squeaky wheel. They don't care. And it just goes, oh, you know, internal. And they're like, well, it's all private information. We can't give you what's going on in our investigation. Yeah. 
but I still have to live. Like we got to eat. And the only, the only reason we were able to eat is because this is, I mean, back in the day, but I was still being paid in checks. So I got a new check that I could go and cash out so that we could like pay the rest of the bills. Yeah. Oh, that is tough. Well, I'm glad uh, the news got you your cash yeah, back. That's wild. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that Dana. Thanks. Okay. Bye-bye. Sometimes you got to go to the news. Yes. Getting it done. Did she give her information then to the person that said they were the head of security for that bank? Possibly, yeah. yeah. I'm guessing that's yeah. how they were able to get all of her information. Oh. Yeah. Put their picture on her license. Exactly, yeah. I'd be like, go back on your security camera. Look, look, oh. that's not me. Although I'd be like probably ball cap, oh. face down. Uh, Deborah, how are you doing? I'm good, guys. How are you guys? Doing pretty good. Uh, you lost some cash due to a, a wrong account number? Well, yes. Yeah, so I did a reimbursement for some glasses or whatever, and it was, I was waiting for $400 to come back, and I... I would had changed out of uh, my account from a ex boyfriend or whatever, and I thought I changed. I forgot to change the account where the direct deposit was going, oh. and it went back into that account, even though it was supposed to be closed. And he still was able to take it, and I never got it back. Oh no! <laughs> that yeah. sob two was watching it as soon as that went in. <laughs> Yanked it out. He, he, yeah, he was, and I confronted him about. Oh, I never took it. I'm like, yeah, it shows you took it. So what do you mean you didn't take it? Oh so, man, yeah, that sucks. Nothing I could do. Yeah, I mean, single parent with two kids, it was really tough. And That's he wouldn't give you your money back. He had no remorse over it. This ex of yours, no, nothing. What, what a dirt bag! What a dirt bag! <laughs> That's why he's no longer with me. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, yeah okay. Thanks, right. Deborah. Thanks, Thanks Deborah. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. Man. That's tough. That is tough. Watch them account numbers. And when I move money like uh, from uh, one account to another, like yeah. throw it like, in the investment accounts, yes. I'm like, okay, the drop down. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, there's still only one there. That goes to that one and submit. All right, we're good. Anytime I send an e-transfer to... Like, some people have the auto deposit it set up, and I'm like, oh, my God. That was fast. And then I quickly check the amount. I'm like, did I put the right amount in there? Nope, we're good. We're good. We're good. It just sucks <laughs> it up immediately. Because I like the fallback. Yeah, I have the auto deposit set up. Oh, online. do you? Yeah. And he's like, give me that cash now. Yeah, I don't care if it's the wrong amount. Give it to me. <laughs> Get it in my bank account. <laughs> oh, yeah. Some bank workers are texting in saying that a lot of this isn't the bank's fault. Well, well, yeah, because they're saying you're the one giving out your information. They say we do care a lot. I work at a bank, but you need to do it on your end. Protect your card and be smart. I get mm-hmm. it, but I'd still be furious. With <laughs> right? Absolutely. I still <laughs> blame the bank. <laughs> and when they, you can't win banks because when you do do your job, and like if I'm using my credit card somewhere I normally wouldn't, and the bank will like stop it. Yeah. Like, what's the big idea here? Yeah, 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 yeah. I call them up all furious. <laughs> I did that, and then I went to, down to Mexico and didn't tell them, and they let me make a charge. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Why are you guys letting somebody? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This was a test. <laughs> I took a vacation as a test. You failed. <laughs> You just can't win. No. No, no you just no. can't win. <laughs> All right, for those of you who are going to be kicking back this, uh, you know, coming weekend, uh, the Christmas festivities are starting. You're going to pour yourself a rum and eggnog and listen to some old Christmas music. Mm. I've got a list here of some of the best Christmas songs and some of the worst Christmas songs. So these are songs that people either love or people hate. <sighs> We'll do the best ones first, all right? Okay. Uh, first Put us of in a all, good mood first, and then just destroy us. Yeah, these are uh, these are the top three. Uh, number one, or the number three, rather. We'll do yeah. number three. Holly Jolly Christmas by Burl Lives. Oh, okay, all right. A classic. People love this song. Mm-hmm. Feels like Christmas. It does feel like Christmas. Yeah, people love it. They mm. love this song. Wait for it. Here we go. Have a holly jolly Christmas. 
Oh yeah, everyone recognizes. This is a good one. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mix a mix a nice drinks down yeah. around your tree. This was your right. good list. This is my good list. Yeah. yeah. These are the top your nice three. Nice list. Uh, number two for the nice list of uh, Christmas carols. Mm-hmm. Bobby Helms. Nope. Sorry, Brenda Lee's. Oh. Rocking around the Christmas tree. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, Classic. People love it. Timeless. Another one like I can see entertaining with this. Yeah. Yeah. Ours has her Santa hat on. Right. Little Santa skirt. Couple nope. too many eggnogs in you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hugs are getting a little long. Yeah. Like Mars, you forgot your Santa top. I'm like, I want to sit on Santa's lap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, I get told to put my Santa top back on. Yeah, it never made it on. Stirring <laughs> your candy cane in their noggin and. Sucking it off. Uh, yeah, yeah. I love true. Christmas. Yeah. Merry Christmas, Merry everyone. Christmas. Love you guys. <laughs> and of course, number one for everyone's favorite Christmas carol. Yeah. Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas Is You." Classic. Doesn't reek party. Oh yes, it does. Not for me. This is where I'm. I'm putting on my. I'm getting ready. No, Holly Jolly Christmas, rocking around the tree. Those. Those reek party. This is when I'm getting ready for the Christmas party. This one to me is Christmas shopping. Yeah. I'm excited oh, to go to the mall. Okay. It doesn't make me want to drink. Really? No. Not this one. I I can taste eggnog in my mouth right now. <laughs> wow. That's been the uh, entire last like two weeks. Right, right. <laughs> I did start early this year. Christmas. all done up. Yeah, yeah. I'm picturing, yeah, literally walking through a mall, seeing Mars walking with arms and bags. Trees glittering, yes. All yeah. of the gifts are for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a me holiday. <laughs> like, once again, rocking around the Christmas tree, holly jolly Christmas, yeah. that rigs drinking party. Yeah, that's yeah. true. This, not so much. Oh, I love this song. Me too. I'm does with it, Haley. I love it. Does it make you want to drink, though? Yes. yes. Like, like, have a really good time? Start slamming champagne. Oh, my God. Absolutely. <laughs> slamming you know, champagne. You know typical you Christmas thing. <laughs> like a classy lady does. <laughs> that Christmas champagne. <laughs> I remember being 24. I slammed champagne. <laughs> sure did. <laughs> Those are the best Christmas carols. Those are the those are the ones that you guys want to hear. Yeah. Here are the top three that gets thrown the most shade. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Uh, number three, Jingle Bells by Dean Martin. Oh, really? I guess people really aren't like Jingle Bell are fans. Are they just done with it? Actually, they say Jingle Bells by pretty much anyone. Barbara Streisand's Jingle Bells is on this list. There's a lot of Jingle Bells on the list. The singing dogs, Jingle Bells. <laughs> yeah. No one really cares about Jingle Bells. I don't know. It still gets the job done for me. This, I picture looking outside. Still, me too. This, uh, this makes me want to drink. And I look outside and it's got to be big white snowflakes. It's not a party anymore. You're, you're, you're at your own house with your family. Yes. Maybe the kids are asleep. Yeah. And you're yes. looking longingly out the window with yeah. some freshly fallen snow. Yes. I'm pretty sure I've done a similar thing. I'm looking outside, falling snow. Mars mm-hmm. passed out on the yeah. couch. Yeah. Spilled nog on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Tongues out. Yeah. Christmas Eve, baby. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> she knocked the tray over about your yeah. <laughs> Number two for songs that people don't want to hear around Christmas. Uh, and I disagree strongly with this one. Feliz Navidad. Mmm. Oh, I like this song. Me too. too. This is a little party now, one. This is a drinking song. 
This is more drinking than Mariah Carey. I feel like this is like we're all in the sauce now and we're all singing. Oh, yeah. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Right? Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Everybody! I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. Right? So I disagree with it being on the naughty list. Absolutely. Put that at the top right? of the list. That was just fun. Yeah. Does anyone and actually know that one part of the song? Prospero año felicidad. What? Is that what it is? I'm guessing. Oh. <laughs> sounded like Haley was going into like a Hayden's hunting jam. She's like, crossbows and dead deer. Crossbows and dead deer. (laughs) (laughs) And the last one on my list. This is number one. People hate this one Mm -hmm. more than anything in the world. They hate it. Gala peeves. Oh, God. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Absolutely Mm -hmm. terrible. Yeah, everyone hates it. Like, it's a fun. You hear it once, never again. Until next year. They used to play this in my school. No. Like in your high schools? No, in my junior high. <laughs> the last day of school when everybody was leaving the school to go to the buses. Yeah, and yeah. It was like Christmas break. Yeah. They would just pump this through the Oh, they know. they. That, that's how you get the kids out of the school. <laughs> Torture them. Yeah, I mean, it's not my favorite. There's worse. There's worse. Which, what would you say is the worst? Oh, uh, we'll have it. Uh, McCartney's Wonderful Christmas Time. Oh, God, that's terrible. Simply having yeah. a wonderful Christmas time. Yeah, it's not great. That one's not great. You're right. I mean, he's a talented man, oh. but he blew it with this one. I like this song. You hear it once, though. That's plenty. I think my favorite is Wham. Mm-hmm. Someone put Wham as their least favorite. I love Wham. Yeah. A, last wham, Christ- a Wham Christmas? Yeah. Where are we at? Oh, come on, computer. The moon is right. Nice try, Paul. The spirit's up. Like, it's okay. Mm, I don't even know it's okay. It's not a. It's not like a drinking one. It's no, it's no Darlene Love. That's my number no. one. Darlene Love. Mm. Oh. Yeah! Get rid of sorry, Paul McCartney. Out I here. love this song. This is where I'm starting to get depressed at Christmas. Oh, so yeah. I've had way too many drinks, and we've lost one of your eyes. One of my eyes is uh, now trailed off. It, yeah, I got a lazy eye when I drink. Yeah. So here we go. <laughs> Watch the video. Oh yeah, it's my favorite video of all time, Crash. I don't know if I've ever seen the video. It's so great. Christmas, I gave you my heart. Oh, yeah, good. Oh, that's good hair. They're at a ski resort. Big hair. Um, that's I like. That's my goal to look like that at the ski resort. <laughs> you kind of do. <laughs> he's a handsome Literally, man. Hey? After a day of skiing, Mars takes her toque off and her hair goes boom, and yeah. she's like, I'm, "There uh, we yeah. go." Oh yeah, I'm a member of Wham. <laughs> God and my hair is growing out like yeah. that, guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. 
I love the other half of Whammas of that guy. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows. You know that guy. Nobody knows. We all know who we're talking about. <laughs> You're right. It's George Michael, and who's the other guy? Yeah, no, Without, who, yeah. Without Googling, does matter. anybody even no. know? I don't even want to Google it. I don't want to know. George Michael's a king. Dragging him down. Yeah, that's right. You haul that wood. All right, P. George. Oh, uh, there you go. So there's a list of some of the favorite, some of the most hated. Andrew Ridgely. Yeah. Andrew Ridgely, that's it. You mm-hmm. totally Googled that because nobody else knew. No, no one would ever know mm. that. <laughs> well, speaking of singing and having a really good time, I won't be a Tuesday morning without doing this story. The go-to activity for substitute teachers when they're subbing in for a school is to turn on a movie with no educational value. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you get a sub that tries to think outside of the box. It's the best. It was the best when they wheeled in that TV cart. Oh, God, it was so good. Yeah! A substitute teacher in Texas is going viral after he showed up to a high school in Austin and instead of teaching class, sang karaoke. Oh, wow. He brought in a karaoke machine. On his portable karaoke machine. Nice. Here he is, and I love this video more than anything in the world. Yeah. Have a listen. Brittany? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Best teacher ever. Oh my god. Oh, does he continue? Take a shove your lips, I'm on a ride. Your toxic ass have been under with the taste of a morning Lights too. He's yeah. good. And I love what you do. Don't you know that you're toxic? I think this guy's crushing it actually. <laughs> yeah, he's actually doing really well. I wasn't sure off the top. It's I love how no student chimed in. Um, okay. If you're wondering, like, what were the students doing while this sub was teaching class? Yeah. Um, he was just letting them watch him. <laughs> <laughs> the kids just sat quietly and listened to him do a number of different uh, songs on his karaoke machine. His karaoke machine also came with a disco ball, so he turned off the lights, and it's shooting yes, lights all around yes. the room. Are subs allowed to just do whatever? <laughs> like... Because you're you're basically just filling a a spot, right? Yeah, you're 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 warming a seat. Because you, you don't roll in and yeah. continue the curriculum, right? Now the sad part is, is that this teacher was actually asked to leave. Aww. Yeah, a rep from the school district agreed with him leaving, saying, "Quote: I've heard worse Britney Spears covers, but the lights were a bit much." <laughs> <laughs> they had a problem with the lights. Yeah, the lights on policy. Here. The other teachers also said they could hear him singing through their thin classroom walls. 
<laughs> Imagine if you heard the classroom next door to on this. I'd be like, oh, I want to be over Me there. Me too. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, he starts off like off the top to those odds. It's a little Buffalo Billy. I didn't know where he was going with this. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, okay, all right, all right. Right? <laughs> You do me, <laughs> <laughs> but then he saves it. Uh, oh, yeah, he gets it. He does save it. Yeah. The video of him singing in the classroom has gone viral, and I have to ask you guys: seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine. Text us if you like as well at five six seven eight nine. I want to talk about the strangest thing that a substitute or uh, just a teacher did. Instead of teaching class, um, I don't know, did they just roll in the weirdest movie that you watched all day? Because maybe some uh, teachers just have a breaking point, too. And they're like, you know what? Today, we're just uh, <laughs> we're going off curriculum. We're, well, going, we're going wild. Yeah, they got... Because I, 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 I don't blame them. I, I would be going off once a week. Engage every day with 30 kids? No, thank you. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, the school said that he didn't have a curriculum ready, and he might not have been trained in that class, so he didn't know what to do, so he just went in. Are subs trained in every class? Like, I remember subs rolling in, and they had no idea about, like, biology or whatever. And they were expected to go in and teach. I think teach. now you're you're left a curriculum by the teacher. Mm. So the teacher who can't make it in that day yeah. basically does your... I think your class is there for you. Oh. They've got... Yeah, it's I all laid a, out. Uh, an outline. Oh, okay. They have an outline. So, like, you know, have the kids read chapters 3 through 16. And then here's some the questions workbook. or yeah. whatever. Oh, okay. But if they leave you nothing, mm. I mean, I guess bring in your karaoke what machine. What else are you going to do, right? What else are you going to yeah. do? This is the original teacher's fault. <laughs> Yeah, you got yeah. an hour to kill? With 30, <laughs> 30 15-year-olds? Right. Yeah. You got 40 minutes? So hit him with some Brit Brit. <laughs> That's right. Well, yeah, yeah. Teachers got up to weird stuff. All right. Did you have a, a teacher that was humorous, that was funny, a substitute teacher that came in and just got up to some weird stuff? Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. Yeah, teacher went wild in the States. Substitute teacher brought in a karaoke machine. Did a little toxic. S- surprisingly, Ken sing, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's not bad. Here we go. Take a shove your lips, I'm on a ride. You're toxic, has he not been able to do karaoke nights? I don't at know, his local maybe. Pub because of the virus? So oh, maybe this is him this stretching is his legs a bit? Did they say if he was, if he allowed like students to join in? No, or he was he, booted no, up no students. It was just his show. Just him. He's <laughs> not half acid. I know. Imagine the confidence. I could never sing in front oh, of teens. No, could you God, sing in no. front of teens? Absolutely not. Oh, they're the most judgy. <laughs> I wouldn't hear of her. <laughs> and they're like high school kids, too. They're big yeah. kids. Kids are so mean. They will yeah. rip you to pieces yeah. and then walk away. Like yeah, what a gamble. Happened. What and, a gamble. And you're already coming in with the deck stacked against you. No offense, subs, but I mean, come on, you're a sub. We all know, we all know what it means when the well, sub comes. Well, yeah, we, we always treated subs terribly. Yeah, it is time to get loose yeah. <laughs> yeah, when yeah, the yeah, sub yeah. comes. <laughs> but yeah, we're wondering, did you have a teacher, uh, a wild teacher? Did you Maybe have a, a wild sub? Feel free to share. Uh, Vanessa, how are you doing today? Not bad. How are you guys doing today? Doing hey, we're fantastic. Doing good. Uh, in your school, sometimes the principal would sub? No, the the gym teacher. Oh, so okay. He would, oh. He would, uh, but every time he came in, he would always bring a dodgeball with him. And when when you weren't paying attention or you were talking in class, he would just bike it at you. What? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, full force. Like, I mean, it was the 90s. So 
there was a little bit more uh, wiggle room with what you could. Uh, well, yeah, you wouldn't be able to do that now. No, 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 no. He would he would come in, and you knew, you knew. Oh yeah, yeah you knew right away. And if you were an idiot enough to actually uh, talk in his class or pass a note or anything at all, that's just what you get. You just get smashed. Yeah. Would the gym teacher actually teach the class, or would he just go off and do something else? Well, he kind of would, like, he'd read off, like, whatever, was you know, left. chapter yeah. or yeah. whatever. He, he half-assed it. He, yeah. Yeah, no, he would just smash you. Like, it was, like, he didn't care, <laughs> he didn't care at all. Like, if, if it was a guy or a girl, he just, like, it was uh, equal rights for all in that department. How, wow. how was his aim? Did he always get Did he always get the student that wasn't paying attention? Was he, like, pegging you guys off yeah. one by one? It was impeccable. Wow. <laughs> well, it, it also didn't help that he was the volleyball coach. So, oh, he know. just spikes it. Boom. Wow. What a wild one. All right, kid. Thanks, Vanessa. <laughs> I couldn't love these stories. Uh, Teaching is, it's got to be the hardest job in the world. I I could never do it. I'm forever in debt to the work you do, but some teachers are damaged people. (laughs) 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 It's so funny what we allow them to do. (laughs) I know. Sure. Like even if you went yeah. home and told your parents, they're yeah. like, well, "Well, pay attention." Yeah, yeah in the nineties, yeah. Like, well, were you messing around? Yeah, it's your fault, yeah, right? <laughs> oh man, uh, another one. Let's do uh, uh, James. Hey, buddy. Hey, good morning. Hey. Hi. All right, so you had a sub that got up to something weird, right? Oh yeah, grade five. So we had a substitute teacher in grade five, and yeah. I guess before she was a substitute teacher, she was a bodybuilder. Okay. So. So one day, she brings the TV in. You know, we're all excited because yep. it's a TV. Yeah. Love it. Starts playing a video. It's not a movie. It is old videos of her old bodybuilding competition. <laughs> like, like, I'm not joking. Like, 100% super bronzed, tiny bikini. Oh, wow. We were all just sitting there. We didn't know what to do. And she was just telling us, like, what she did, how she did it. It would be fascinating. Yeah, it would be. I agree. To right? watch her. But it at, was, at grade five, though, you're just watching a woman five. in a teeny tiny bikini. That's just jacked. That's just jacked. Like a wrestler. Well, she was jacked. And, like, nobody asked about it. Nobody brought it up saying, hey, what did you do before substitute teaching? It was yeah. just, we're going to watch a video. Here's me. Did Super she jacked, Did she walk you guys through it? Like, was it a, like, was it like a, a physio, like a physio lesson? Or was it just? No. Oh, okay. no I think it was, uh. I think it was like a Friday, so it was like the half of the day, yeah. the end half of the day, yeah. so not much else to teach, so we just watched that. <laughs> and it was, we were just sitting there, it was very weird, me and my friend were tr- too scared to make jokes, because we were so jacked, scared she'd pick us up. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. She's like, I could pick this dress right. up! Wow, that's wild! <laughs> oh, what a good memory. I don't think... Nobody told their parents or the teachers because everyone was too scared of her. Well, of course. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> also, you get a movie day. You're not going to say a word. Yeah, you don't complain on that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah thanks. You know, we took it. We took it. Yeah, yeah, right. Thanks, James. <laughs> thanks, James. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Okay, bye-bye. See you later. Yeah, anytime you got TV day, it didn't matter, right? No, it was a great day. This text here says it was a regular teacher. My biology, biology teacher was weird. Mm. He would go off on tangents about fermenting pumpkins in his closet because he was making pumpkin alcohol (laughs) (laughs) yes he also explained in detail how his wife would light his farts on fire like he'd lay back and fart and she'd take a lighter to his butt oh my god i wish 
My teachers were like this. He said sometimes he said it would work. Other times he said it would burn his skin on his butt. <laughs> People are teaching our children. I love it. I love it. Some days he dipped into that pumpkin shine a little early. Oh, yeah. Kids, you want to you taste some? Another one here says, guys, when we were in high school, we had driver's training. It was taught by our teachers. So mm-hmm. their teachers would teach you how to drive. My one teacher, I'm not going to name him, taught me how to drive and also taught me how to smoke while driving a standard. <laughs> you want to see something cool? <laughs> <laughs> and you won't lose you a single oh drop God. of ash in the car. <laughs> Life skill. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Um, hey, Brian. Hi, how's it going? Doing fantastic. Um, did you get? A, did you have a teacher that got to got up to some weird stuff? Well, uh, yeah, I had a music teacher, and occasionally he would uh, let us sit down and discuss classic rock albums. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like like he had he had the Doors, he had Led Zeppelin, and he, we would just discuss it for an afternoon, just just to kill time. One particular afternoon, he decided. Well, you guys, what the hell? Just do some lip syncing for your marks. Are you kidding? So, wow. Yeah. So we did, the, he gave us five minutes. We all gathered together. Everybody chose everybody within their clique, right? And then um, the group that I was in, we didn't have uh, someone to lip sync uh, as, as the vocalist. Yeah. And instead, we got the last kid who was hearing impaired. And he nailed it, and we got massive marks for it. Boom! Wow. There you go. So all you had to do was a sweet air band, yep. and you guys yep. got like an A++. Yes, yes, because he was just lazy that day. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but the, I bet you you had a blast that day. Oh, God, you sit down discussing Led Zeppelin four ad nauseum? I mean, why not? Yeah. Yeah, it was amazing. He, I, he was my favorite teacher. I bet. That's awesome. I bet. What a cru- uh, cool story. Thanks, Brian. Yeah. All right. Take care. Call Crash and Mars 489-4669 Join the conversation Now radio Let's get to some news here on your Tuesday, December the 7th So I had a uh, collision on Grote Road northbound at 111th Avenue And lots of people started to text in saying that all the lights are now out Mm. Uh, On 111th Avenue from 120th Street from 148th Street Lights are also out Grote Road on 107th Avenue So here's what's going down Not only are the lights lights out but so is all the power to everybody who lives in that area oh no a power outage in the neighborhoods surrounding groat road is expected to last until at least 10 a.m this morning oh wow so you're without power right now in glenora inglewood mcqueen north glenora oliver westmount woodcroft uh those neighborhoods lost power at around 8 10 this morning about 4,300 people don't have any power right now. The cause of the outage is still under investigation. Is that a good excuse not to go into work? You're like, sir, I can't yeah, get ready. Yeah, I can't. I don't well, have any power. dangerous out there. Lights are out. Yeah. Yes. Terrible. I got to stay in bed. Brr. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> also, these are some pricey neighborhoods. I bet this will be fixed quite quick. <laughs> <laughs> That's there's, true. There's some money Glenora, down there by the yeah, river. Yeah. yeah, that is. Their the, power's out? Their wow. power is out. So just keep that in mind. If you're driving around that area, you are going to see all the lights out as you go through every single intersection through there. Okay, so yesterday I had some not so good news about the province of Alberta and people's perception of um, what we are like as human beings. Yeah, which was shocking. Yes, we found out that we are most hated by those in Atlantic Canada. And even their their own peeps. The maritimers we were, that have come verified. here and work yeah. and go home, yeah. their families ridicule them. Yeah. That's yeah. wild. It was verified right it's, here. It's disgusting is what it was. <laughs> 
shocking. It, it is absolutely it's shocking. It was disappointing. Very it was. disappointing. Yeah. yeah. That you can't even be proud. You can't even be proud of your I know. own. It's hurtful. Yeah. So true. Awful. So here's some good news about our province today. An unexpected and less than exotic destination in Canada has now been named one of the world's top places to visit in 2022, according to Condé Nast Traveler's List of the 22 best places to go next year. And our province of Alberta has been listed as one of the most exciting spots that people should be hitting up. Mm, mm, mm. How about it. that? Suck is, it so hard. Is it Banff, though? Uh, no, it's not just Banff. <laughs> okay. The whole province. It's the whole province. Oh, okay. Oh, that's yeah. good. That's Go good. to the end whole end. Yeah, end. <laughs> Gorgeous throughout. Right? I mean, obviously, they highlighted the big cities and the Rockies. Yeah, Both yeah, yeah. Edmonton and Calgary are named as top destinations, okay, as good. well as yeah. the Rocky Mountains. The list was put together by based on some of Condé Nast editors' favorite reasons to travel, from exhilarating food and drink scenes and historic sites to explore, and great places to spend time outdoors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the the food and drink scene here is fantastic mm-hmm. now. Yeah, and of course our River Valley gets yeah. mad props for that, which since, is nice. Since we moved back downtown, I'm spending way too much money. It was way cheaper at the cabin. <laughs> and my face oh, was way clearer at the cabin because now I'm covered in zits. Well, we got good food, we got good drinks, we got nice walking spots. Take advantage mm-hmm. of them. So convenient. <laughs> yes. Now, while Alberta has always been a popular vacation spot due to the you know big touristy areas in the Rocky Mountains, the sparkling turquoise lakes, and of course Calgary Stampede always gets a nod. Uh, Condé Nast actually adds that there's a draw for other travelers, including spots right here in Edmonton. Fort Edmonton Park getting a huge nod. Still haven't been there yet. Yeah, we haven't been there yet. You actually couldn't. I was trying to get in there this summer. Oh. And it was it was sold out. Oh, oh really? Yeah, because they limited it, right? Well, and it had been closed for two years. Yeah. They were doing a bunch of renos. looks incredible, but it's tough to get in. Because they made it look like an old-timey fair, right? Well, they always they always had like the old... That was their whole thing this whole time. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, Crash has never been. Mars has not brought me there. Just, I'm going to take you one day, buddy. They expanded. They got a new indigenous exhibit. They, yep. they expanded yeah. the, the fairgrounds. Oh, okay. New rides. okay. Yeah. Well, I had no idea. I thought it was just some rides and stuff thrown in the, oh. the area there. No, it's actually pretty oh. cool. Experiences such as Fort Edmonton Park and Métis Crossing provide visitors with an immersive exhibit where they can learn about the area's indigenous and Métis culture. Additionally, the annual Dark Sky Festival in Jasper getting a huge nod. They are also including more indigenous voices in their programming, such as drone light shows that are, that are narrated by indigenous leaders, which is pretty cool. The already popular BAV, obviously, getting a big nod, um, including 360-degree domes at the Fairmont BAV. Banff, mm. of course. Mm-hmm. And apparently Night Rise, a multi-sensory experience at the Banff Gondola, which highlights the historical significance of the Stony Nakoda Nation. Hmm. Now, Night Rise, you can go and check that out on the gondola up until March. So you do that, you'd ride the gondola at night? I think you do. That oh. would be wild. That would be wild. Well, yeah, you go up there, though, for the views. Is there much? I guess you can see the, you're well, you'd see, to the stars. I think that they've put something together. When Ooh. you see like the Banff town site all lit up. Because they, they call it a multi-sensory experience. Oh. So obviously they might have like lights and sounds and... You get to the top, they blast off a firecracker in your face. Yeah. They're like sensory. That's right. <laughs> Night rise. Blast off a bunch of them. Yeah. I got a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Take some up there. Not, not a lot of firecrackers in the Rockies. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. All right. Not together. <laughs> Avalanche. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Probably wouldn't be able to. Oh. Boom. It looks like the gondola themselves. I'll put some pictures up here. It looks, looks like they have cool. some lights on them. Yeah. 
Oh, it's not like Christmas like strung up in them, is no. it? No, no, oh, like no it's, it's it really up. nice. Alberta, by the way, was the only Canada-specific destination to make the list. Yes. Oh. So there you go. Some good news about our province. Oh, actually, that looks pretty cool. Have you guys ever been up the gondola? Yeah, a couple oh, yeah. times. Yeah, a couple times. Yeah, yeah it's cool. Yeah, I love it. We went up uh, last year, I think. Yeah. It was awesome. Oh, it's a good time. You go all the way up to the weather station. Yeah. Which <laughs> one did we uh, do where we took a, a chairlift? We literally jumped on a chairlift and went to the top. Which mountain was that? Uh, it's just outside of Banff. That was... Because um, that was really neat. Norquay. Norquay, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then they have like a little uh, restaurant bar at the top mm-hmm. and just sit there and enjoy the views. Like, it's incredible views up there. You know what's bizarre is being on a chairlift in the summer without skis really got me. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was really nerve-wracking. Like, why are my feet so light? And the weirdest, <laughs> right? the weirdest part that Mars didn't even know if she could go down was getting back on the lift to go down. Yeah, you never take that. What down. a weird feeling that is. Because <laughs> I can't... Because it throws you off the side of the mountain. You're like, oh! <laughs> But also, I think my skis give me control. Yeah. Which I, and I, this is. Like balance? It probably, no, it probably would never happen. Like and if I, you fall? I'd probably die. But I feel like if I fell off oh, a. you'd be like. Yeah. You'd land like that. Probably not. But it gives me that security yeah, that yeah. if something goes wrong with the chairlift, I'm equipped mm-hmm. to hit a sweet jump. In my onesie, yeah, mm-hmm. and get down the mountain, yeah. But when you're there in the summer and your feet are just dangling, and I'm just wearing like a pair of my hiking boots, the boots are gonna hit, yeah. Hurt. yeah. Mm. Aim for the trees. I feel like my legs are just gonna <laughs> snap. It's yeah. very bizarre. It's very bizarre. All right, off to British Columbia we go, where some volunteers at a wildlife rehabilitation center in Delta, British Columbia, are used to receiving calls about a variety of species, uh, but not one like this. The Owl Society, which is the Orphaned Wildlife Rehabilitation Society, took to social media to report it received an unusual rescue call a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. They got a call from a couple of kids in school who said that they found a, quote, dead raptor clinging to a branch. (gasps) Oh, my God. Oh. Now, of course, they sent a volunteer out to go gather the bird and find out what species it was, the cause of death, etc. However, though, when they got there... It wasn't what they were expecting. Now, the principal didn't want the kids poking or playing with the bird that was dead. Uh, but when the volunteer went to go pick it up, they noticed that it was a taxidermied <laughs> juvenile red-tailed hawk mounted onto a tree branch with a pine air freshener <laughs> attached to it. Make it really smell like nature. <laughs> hey, that little pine tree, it's powerful. <laughs> it do work. I mean, I guess so. The volunteer had reported back that it was safe to say that the bird had been deceased for a long time as it was taxidermied. Oh. I've got the picture of the bird up in the app there. It's a well-done taxidermy. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they stuffed him good, but they couldn't have made him look any dumber. Well, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, why is the head all sideways? The head should be like proudly pointing uh, yes. like straight straight on. Now, here's the thing is you need a permit to do this. To, to taxidermy. taxidermy a raptor. Oh, mm. this, oh this was unpermitted taxidermy. This, yeah. Ooh. So they are thinking that someone either had permits yep. or they're doing it illegally. So now they're going to have a little look-see around ye old neighborhood. Uh, dumb question. Can you taxidermy anything? I don't know much about taxidermy. What I don't are they, know. What are they putting in there? I think it's What's, like a It's a foam, foam block. Because you can shape foam to be the shape of an animal. Like, it's easy to shave down. Yeah. We had a uh, we had a rabbit body, uh, like a foam rabbit body. That was for taxidermy. Why? That was kicking around the garage for a bit. Just waiting for a rabbit? 
and then it got around. Oh. oh, yeah. How did how did it look at the end? <laughs> it looked like like Norman Bates did it. <laughs> what? Who, who tried to do this in your family? I was very young. I think uh, your dad when uh, pops was around. Yeah, and then he put antlers on it. Oh, jackalope! Yeah, he made, did a jackalope. Made a jackalope. That hung in the garage. You Ma, know, Ma didn't want that in the living room. I know. You know, your dad had a lot of time on his hands. He could have used that time to, like, you know, get a job. <laughs> Raise his kids. <laughs> there were a few options. <laughs> but we got a jackalope. <laughs> Do you mount a jackalope like you would, like a like a buck's head? Yeah, because it was like the the bust of a, a rabbit. Like, yeah. it didn't have the ass end of it. And it just had the front end that you would put on a wood plate and then clip it on the wall. Right. Do we need permits uh, around these parts to taxidermy an animal? Like, let's say I'm driving home. I see a, I see a porcupine that's, oh. you know, uh, met its... In your sight? Match in the form of my bumper. <laughs> <laughs> Can I take that porcupine home and, and stuff it? I Is that my porcupine? I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's... Uh, I don't know if it works that way. I don't know if you need a, a ticket to do it properly. Because uh, there's the first a, thing that comes up. Wildly proper... A procedure to do and i don't know if you got the equipment at home you have to get a permit in the province of alberta issued by fish and wildlife and you may practice the art of taxidermy if you're approved hmm so ging king like boom boom yeah get, he get himself a porcupine throw it in the trunk mm-hmm. in a garbage bag yeah and then go to the taxidermy shop throw it on the counter and be like i want this on my wall one please i, I, I <laughs> Like, is that possible? It says hawks, owls, eagles, and other found wildlife. Yeah. You have to have a found dead wildlife permit as well. Once I get that permit, like, I don't have to go to, like, I don't have to go to taxidermy school. Where do you get the permit? Like, found wildlife permit? Like, Cabela's? No, Fish and Wildlife. If you want to be a taxidermy, you need a permit. If you want to find wildlife, you need a permit. Yeah, sorry, buddy. We were talking hobbies earlier. Yeah. Maybe uh, me and Jin should get into taxidermy. You did take your kids to look at that squished gopher oh, yeah. a yeah. lot. They oh. loved it. Yeah, and like Ginge picked up a, it was a flattened squirrel, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's like, well, maybe you he's and like, the kids. Look how thin it is. Something you guys can do together. <laughs> they got that great gopher museum down in Torrey. Yeah, they do. Mm. That's right. Hmm. I feel like you got to get a lot of free time on your hands. Mm-hmm. Trains. Yeah. Taxidermy. <laughs> I'm seeing a bad pattern here. I'm, I'm, I'm one abandoned family away from me and crashed his father. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're literally you're turning into pops right before my eyes. <laughs> hanging around crash too much, Ginge. Oh, no. For those something that... about you just makes people want to leave. <laughs> yeah, right? Leave their kids. <laughs> just abandon everything. <laughs> All right, for those of you who are heading off to Starbucks this morning to pick up a latte or an espresso to start your day, someone had nutritionists rank a bunch of Starbucks drinks that are really popular in the winter. Some are official holiday drinks and others aren't. Like, for example, you'd have to hack their eggnog latte this year. But here's what they said are the best ones for you to drink. Uh, Number one, their new ice sugar cookie almond latte. It comes in lowest calories, but it only got a B plus rating. 150 calories, 3.5 grams of fat. None of it's saturated fat. I don't know why I never treat myself to any of these drinks. I don't know why you don't either. I don't remember the last like fun over the top drink that I've ever that I've had. What? I probably actually have never had one. I think the, you find them too sweet. Maybe. Yeah. But I, but you know what you're getting into. Like it's a dessert. It is a dessert. Like my last like wild drink would have been many years ago would have been the uh, the one from Second Cup, the caramel macchiato. Yes. 
That's and not even a wild drink. <laughs> They're good, though. That's what I'm drinking right now. Oh, really? Caramel macchiato. Oh, my coffee. God. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be the most wild one. And I probably had that like eight years ago. Mm-hmm. I just keep it classic. My mm. I get wild with an Americano. I know you do. <laughs> Number two, I like an Americano. Mm. Number two, a gingerbread latte. Got a B minus. The Starbucks version has 38 grams of sugar. Other mm-hmm. coffee places might do a healthier version. People are wondering if these are healthy drinks. No, none of these are. God, no. <laughs> these are not keto. No. <laughs> Number three, the chai latte getting a B minus. Apparently their chai syrup is loaded with 42 grams of sugar. Oof. If you can find them at a place that uses real chai tea, mm-hmm. you're going to cut your calories a lot. But will it taste just as good? No. I think I think it's not as <laughs> no. sweet. It's not as sweet. It's a different flavor. You can get it made with a tea bag at Starbucks, though. Oh, oh you okay. can. If you ask nicely, yeah. Nice. Okay. I want the chai or the chai. I want the chai tea with uh, the tea bag, not the pump of syrup. And huh. I'll do it for you. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, number four, the peppermint mocha got a grade of a C. Mm. The grande at Starbucks has 54 grams of sugar. And again, they use syrup. Yeah. These letter grades are uh, flavor based or health based? Health based. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Eggnog latte getting a C minus. The Starbucks version has 52 grams of sugar and more saturated fat than anything else on the list. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Number six. Oh, this one's good. I had this one the other day. It, this one got a D. The chestnut praline latte. Oh, it's Ooh. so good, though. Like, it sounds so fantastic. Good. It is. Can I get, like, a small version? Because I don't need that much. You can sweet. get a tall. Mm-hmm. Can you get different sizes? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if they're just pumping out, like, the, the these gourmet drinks. Like, you want like, like, one size. You want smaller than a tall. Yeah, I want, like, a little buddy. So a kid's cup. Yeah, a kid's cup. Like, that's plenty for me. Like, yeah. how I talked about my love of Dixie cups. Yeah. Plenty of ice cream in a Dixie true. cup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And the last one, this drink getting a full-on F for fail. Yeah. Oh, and this one is so good, Haley. Mm. The salted caramel latte. I love the salted caramel latte. 470 calories. No! Damn! 59 grams of sugar. That's more than the twice the added sugar you're supposed to have in an entire day. It's probably still not going to stop me. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Is Is that the best one, Haley? What's your your number one? My number one would have to be their caramel brulee latte that they do at Christmas time. Caramel Caramel brulee. Brulee. Yeah, Yeah. that one's really good. Um, I always ask for it to be stirred because the the syrup is so thick that it'll sink to the bottom. No. So you got to really stir it in there. It's so good. Oh my God, look at it. Because they put it in the clear cup. I'll put Mm. a picture on the app. You can see the syrup just like dripping down. I know, it's so good. Mm. It's my favorite. Someone said get the hot chocolate and get two pumps of the sugar cookie syrup and oat milk. It is amazing. Oh, that sounds so good. Yeah. Ginge has it in a glass. That looks like the marketing shot. Mm-hmm. Mm. I posted the real buddy. So that's, Crash, what you posted is the cold coffee. Yeah, that's the iced version. Oh, that came and up as caramel brulee. Yeah, yeah, you can get it iced. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. And then Ginge posted the regular. You can still see the syrup at the bottom. Yes. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> How did they get their whipping cream so perfect? It's a technique. It is. You got to get used to it. It's a swirl of your wrist. Oh, just like. <laughs> well, you hold it upside down and mm. you tilt your glass a little bit. Go. Oh. Yeah. Crash and I went to Starbucks last week. Oh, no. 
And uh, oh <laughs> what did he do? Well, we were over at Southgate, and we popped into the Starbucks before we were on our way home. I'm like, I want to pick up a, a Christmas bev- bevy. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And Crash walk, walk Crash walks up to the counter, and I'm like, Well, what do you want? And he gets. I can see he's so overwhelmed. Oh, no. He's like, like he's like oat milk, like Christmas drinks. He's like, oh, I don't know. So many options. He's like, I just, I just want a latte. I just want a plain latte. Mm-hmm. That's all I want. I'm like, oh, okay. So he walks up to the counter and she's like, what can I get? And he's like, can I get a tall latte with one milk and, <laughs> one, and, sweetener. and one sweetener? That's, that's not how you order okay. a latte. <laughs> and she looked at him and then Crash looked at her and then Crash looked at me and I'm like, dude, you're not at Tim's. Wrong. And she's like, um, a latte is milk. <laughs> oh. She's like, so like, are we talking, you want milk on the side? And I'm like, no. Like, you're right. The latte <laughs> has milk. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just a sweetener. Do you have stevia? Thanks. <laughs> She's like, that's okay. Some people have done that before. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go wait over here. I'm going to go stand over here now. That's okay. Because you're used to ordering from Tim's. Yeah. She yeah. knew what you meant. She could have yeah. let that slide. I uh, know. She looked very thrown. You well, have to double check. I, some people, maybe they do want milk on the side, I guess, right? Well, you have or to be- more milk in. You drink. Have, you have to be careful when people are ordering from Starbucks because if they say they want something and you're not sure if they're communicating and they know what they want, right. yes. and you give them a latte and they wanted a coffee with like milk and sugar in it, some of those people will come unhinged wow. on you. You know what? Which is ridiculous. It's just a drink. I know. Like back in the day before we were all crazy, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like even when I was working at Starbucks, out of all of my customer like experience out mm-hmm. of all of my working with customers starbucks had the nuttiest oh yeah people? is it because people go crazy a, with their orders i had a woman throw a coffee at me oh, oh my yeah. god it's the the whole don't talk to me till i have my coffee like, and no, that's legit you can still be a nice person before you've had your coffee <laughs> yeah it was it was like people at starbucks felt that there was some sort of like they were forgiven because they were allowed to be horrible before their first cup of coffee. Oh, yeah. maybe times have changed. Oh, they haven't. Well, now everybody's crazy about everything. Uh, I've had to duck a couple drinks. I see why they're like, can you order on the app first? Yeah. Just get it done. That way the order is right there. Yeah. Yeah, I've been chewed out bad. Oh, Terrible. Yeah. When yeah. I was working at Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people lose it over their coffee. If it is not perfect. Yeah. Oh. Is it the weight? Is that what gets them so fired up? Sometimes it's the way if people are really specific with how much foam they want in their latte. No. Mm-hmm. They'll pick it up and go, mm, this is too light. So they'll pull the lid off and look and be like, no. This or they'll is, know by weight. They'll pick it up and go, mm, this is not enough foam. Or, oh, this is too much foam. Are you kidding? You can no. pick it up and tell. Yeah. How can, do people know, Haley, all like, there can't be that many ex-Starbucks employees. How does just a regular schmo know all these uh, cool little moves you can do to your drinks? I'm going to let you in on a little secret. <gasps> Hot tip. They have no idea. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. It's the same thing with temperature. Yeah. Like if the it's same too thing with, hot and hot Yeah, because like some people will order like a whatever. Like some some people will order to the degree. Because I know that like their machines have changed now, but when I was a Starbucks barista, yeah. like I had my thermometer in my milk, and as I was steaming my milk, I was watching it go. Oh my god. And there was this, the standard, the Starbucks standard, if you walked up to the counter and said, Oh, I just want a latte, I knew what temperature to take it to, but some people wanted it like half heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they would get upset. It was it was wild. Okay, we got some people on hold, but I've got to do some commercials here. So why don't we do this? 
780-489-4669. Text us if you like to at 56789. For all of my baristas for whatever coffee shop. Like, does Second Cup have this problem? Or does Second Cup deal with friendlier customers? No, I think they absolutely would because it's still the same. You're making these drinks. Like Ginger said, to make a drink... That is, especially if it's super detailed yeah, with like yeah. half foam, seven pumps of this, blah, 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 blah. It takes time. Mm-hmm. So it's like, not immediate like pouring coffee. Like McDonald's and Tim Hortons dabbling in like the gourmet coffees now. Are they heading into a slippery slope here where customers are going to be angry? I don't know how their machines work. I feel like their machines are just button press. Whereas when, I, I don't I don't know. Oh, I don't I, know. I, I think they... As soon as you put like cafe mm-hmm. on mint cafe, I think they just throw around. Yeah, you can't just throw around cafe. Around cafe. I think they do. There better be a barista there. <laughs> I, think, I don't think there's a barista. What? Because I used to like have to pull the like get the espresso beans, grind them down, tamp the espresso, you pull the espresso. Mm. I had to watch to make sure I couldn't let the espresso sit for longer than like twenty seconds. It was. I was constantly hitting timers. I think the machine does that for you now. Yeah, it might do it now. Yeah, I don't think there's like like pulling like. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, I was working a steam engine. I was adding coal into a fire. The year was 2005. 2005. Our coal fired latte machine. Was coal? Jeez. Uh, it's true. All right, for my baristas of any coffee shop, yeah. how nuts do your customers get? Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. Alrighty, we're talking about um, being a barista and how nutters people can get. How terrible it is. Uh, long before everyone was crazy in every situation, like the world we live in now. Yeah. Um, the I, I went, Out of all of the jobs that I've ever had in customer service, being a barista back then was probably mm-hmm. the nuttiest I've ever seen. Yeah, I don't understand. Like even some people on the app are posting like horrible things. Yeah, if my I know. coffee ain't red. Like people are human beings. Like, here's the thing: is that like if you <laughs> just relax. Here's the thing: is that like if you if when I was a barista and you felt that I didn't make your drink right, I yeah. would have absolutely no problem fixing it. Yeah. The problem that I have though is when you turn into a giant a hole, waiting for me to fix it. Guess what? Your drink's going to the back of the line. Yeah. yeah. You're going to be an a-hole. Guess what? Now you're waiting. Like people and like those people freaking out. I doubt they're angels and yeah. they master everything perfectly. No, they don't. Like they probably Which have is, messed up stuff. Like, like I've seen your kids. Their pants are on backwards. Don't talk to me about your latte. <laughs> you got a lot of stuff to work on yourself. <laughs> Just be nice. Yeah, like not everyone's just be perfect. kind. Take a breath. Yeah, it's okay. It's just coffee. Be Some- nice to people. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes mistakes are made, and you gotta wait five minutes. It's wild, and like people, people like equate the value of the drink, yeah. meaning are you, I'm paying this much. It better be perfect, or I'm allowed to berate you. Yeah. Which is awful. I'll turn it back on you. <laughs> I don't need this job. Yeah, never challenge Haley. <laughs> don't come to my Starbucks. <laughs> oh, yeah, she will take you down. I feel bad for baristas. I couldn't even yeah. imagine now. Like I said, like back well, when I was a barista, it wasn't as crazy as it is now. It's rough. Yeah, that'd rough. be that's a tough life. We need like a celebrate a barista day or something. It should be every day. Well, it should clearly it should be every day. Yeah. You walk walk up if you're ordering a barista or a latte today or a, a drink of any sort, yeah. just be like, you know what? Thanks for doing what you're doing. Just say thank you. They'll yeah. smile. It'll be the best part of their day. Yeah, just thank them. Well, yeah. it's 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 a uh, I had no idea. 
It's a crime done in the shadows. I didn't know baristas were treated this shabbily. Yeah, no. that's terrible. Yeah, yeah treated I, pretty bad. You get yelled at in that industry a lot. Did we figure out what it is? Is it the, is it the is it the coffee thing? Like, um, you don't talk to me before I get my coffee. Like Haley said, is it the money? Is it the weight? Is it because people feel like they're a little special when they go in Starbucks? Like all of a sudden they're a little bigger than they are. Because you're not ordering like a cheaper drink, maybe. Yeah, because you're not walking know. in. So you should be treated a little differently, yeah. maybe. Yeah. If your drink has six steps, a step might get missed. Yeah, it happens. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm shocked with some of the messages. I don't. I don't know. Here. I don't know what it is. That is absolutely yeah. wild and repulsive in some yeah. situations. Um, let's do um, Emily here. Hey, Emily. Hey, how's it going? Ah, doing fantastic. Um, y- you used to be a barista, right? Yes, that is correct. Yeah. How was it with customers? Was it absolutely terrible? You know what? It really varied. Also, to answer your question about the espresso machines, Starbucks is all automated with buttons, but Second Cup still has the ma- manual like tampers. And, um, yeah, that's and, the like, one oh, I know. Classic. Okay. Sure. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So... My favorite story, and this will just show you how sassy I was, is when I worked at Second Cup, this guy came up and he wanted to get a cappuccino with no foam. And I said, so you want a latte? And he goes, no, I want a cappuccino with no foam. Oh my God, yeah. And I was like, okay, sir, I said, that's a latte, and I explained the ratios. And he goes, listen, the girls at my store make my drink every day, and they've never talked back to me. And I was like, that's nice. Uh And and I said, they must just not want to correct you, but what you're ordering is a latte. Is a latte. If you want it correct everywhere, get it like this. And he goes, listen, honey, I'll make it easy for you. I'll get a mochaccino. And I said, okay, sure. But just so you know, that's a chocolate latte. (laughs) Good for you. he's like, I decided to quickly hop over to bar and make the drink myself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then when I handed it out to him, I looked at him dead in the eyes and I was like, chocolate latte? <laughs> <laughs> I bet you, you never saw him again. <laughs> oh, definitely not. It was honestly my greatest moment as a barista. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I love that. That's the highlight of your barista I love it. career. <laughs> love it. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's what the baristas. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's great. Okay, thanks, Emily. <laughs> Have a good day, guys. You too. Bye-bye. That is wild. <laughs> yeah. I like that she got her little victory. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you have to. Yeah. Don't let them win. Good, right? Don't let them win. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dana, hello. Good morning. How are you? Hi, Doing we're good. Fantastic. Uh, for a little while, you were dabbling in the barista life, right? Oh, yeah. Lots of, lots of time as a barista. Yeah. How, uh, how bad did it get? Well, the worst experience was I was in the UK. I, it was my second day at a coffee shop, and a lady came in, and I, whatever, took her order, asked for her name to put on the cup, and she just went after me, called me a stupid American, what? said I didn't deserve to be in, the co- be in the country, and I was just like, first of all, I'm Canadian. Second of all, really, really should not treat people like that. Holy and, crap. Um, yeah, I didn't. Uh, that was my last day there. <laughs> Did you get the order wrong or like her name nope. wrong? Like, no, no, no. She just was. I don't know what her deal was. She just was so angry it's that wild, day. Though. I don't know. She, she I don't know like, what didn't was like your happening. your Canadian accent or. She, well, well, they were very confused. They some people thought I was Australian. They had no clue. But yeah, um, she. I said I was Canadian. She was like, oh, well, I thought I liked you. Like, she backtracked so fast. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Don't give me that. You don't like me. You almost just want to reach over and be like, you know what? No no coffee for you. (laughs) Yeah. Grab it. So, oh, I just, I wanted to write 
a very, very many expletives on her cup as her name, but I did not. No. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't. I don't even know if we served her that day because she was just being so difficult. But yeah, that was my that was my only day there. Yeah, that was <laughs> your only day, 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 and then you're out. And then you're out. Oh, man. yeah, it was no good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thanks, Dana. Thanks, Dana. Thank you. Okay, bye. Bye. Oh man. Yeah, it'd be great if like you're on your way out. You your job is done and you've had it. And you just write horrible things on the cup. <laughs> Surprise. I only had one woman throw a coffee at me. The, the Starbucks that I worked at, so like if this was the counter, yeah. so you would take money here, and then you would walk over here, and it was like a U shape. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. I would stand in here, and then everybody would kind of stand around, and they could watch me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And the woman who threw her latte threw it, but I don't, I don't think she wanted to hit me, so she threw it kind of down, so it hit the counter edge and then sprayed oh, it all up. Was it iced? No, no, no. It was no. hot. It was a latte. So it wasn't like hot, hot. Right. Because it was a milk drink, but what still. was What was her issue with it? Like it wasn't... I think, I if, I don't know. It was a long, it was probably temperature or foam or mm -hmm. like Haley was saying, a lot of people want like half foam or. In hindsight, was she, was she right? Uh, no, it was outstandingly busy <laughs> and she was a giant bitch. What are you doing? <laughs> after she has, after she has a tantrum, what does she do? Does she storm out? Like, what do you do? Yeah, after she that? stormed yeah, out. You forfeit your drink. My yeah. manager was all working the tills yeah. and promptly came around to the other side. Carmen, you yeah. didn't mess with Carmen. Yeah, mm -hmm. you'd have to flee the scene. That's assault. Well, absolutely. Yeah. Like yeah. that—that's intending to do harm. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah, yeah. Again, she didn't like whip it at me. She could have very easily whipped it at me, but she whipped it kind of more down. Yeah, but it still got you. So it still, still hit you. Yeah. I don't know if it hit me. I think I moved. Yeah. But it messed up all my pumps, like where all my. But it was rude. That still yeah. matters. Yeah. Still shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, that's absolutely terrible. Uh, another one here, uh, Abby. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Doing pretty good. Uh, you were a barista as well. Were you treated poorly? I was by oh. like many customers, but oh. there was one in particular, and uh, he had just ordered a mocha. It's not a. It's not fancy. It's you know espresso and milk and chocolate. Like it's very difficult to screw up. Yeah. And I brought it out to him, and he laid into me. I had made burnt the milk, and I'd done it all wrong. And it was mm. too sweet, and he could make it better at home. So that's fine. I was <laughs> that's you know, my used favorite. To it and... But uh, before you go on, I've heard that story. <laughs> that you, I like, then go, go home. home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah. know. If you want to make it at home, go home. Don't spend six dollars yeah. here. Exactly. <laughs> but no, he really wanted to. So I, you know, went back and I remade it. I was, you know, you can have one get out of jail free card for being a dick. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, I rent and re remade it and it was the same thing, you know, reamed me out. Everything was wrong. So I was like, you know what, sir, stand up. Cause I was, I had all the balls when I was in my body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was like, what? And I was like, come with me right now. He's like, oh, okay. So he came with me and I took him behind the till where yeah. I made the drink. Yeah. And I said, walk me through it. Tell me what I'm doing wrong. Come on, let's make your drink. <laughs> and so he did. And we made the drink together exactly as I had done it. The previous of two times. Yep. And sure enough, he was like, oh, well, like, I guess it's okay. Sure, I could drink this. And I'm like, listen, you can either apologize to all the staff or you pay for all three drinks and leave. Yep. He opted to apologize, was very, very nice, and tipped us well. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. But it took some serious humiliation. You stand up, he's like, um, excuse me? <laughs> wow. Yeah, well, I worked there for seven years, and, like, you get to a point where you've had enough, and, you know, my politeness only goes so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone reaches a breaking point. Yeah, and also, you know those yeah. drinks. Like, if you were there seven years, you could do those in your sleep. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, like, I wasn't having any of it no. that day, apparently. Wow, <laughs> kudos to you. That's wild. Wow, way to go, yeah, Abby. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> Okay, you have a great day. Yeah, you too. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. Well, I can see the excitement on Haley's face. She's like, oh my God, yes, she did it. This is my dream. <laughs> Get him in front of the machine, you do it. Oh, that was an option. Sometimes you just got to point it out to them, right? They don't realize. Yeah. They should realize, but they don't. They yeah. don't. Yeah. So here's the moral of the story this morning. Uh, let's just all be really nice when people are making our coffee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But only right? then. Yeah. yeah. Every other part of your day, feel oh, free yeah. to do what you like. Yeah, oh, do yeah, yeah. treat people like crap. I love a bunch of people are backpedaling on the app <laughs> after they first started. Being like, my drinking needs to be right because I'm paying this much. And now yeah. it's like, be nice, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> because I think the story started to come in. Absolutely. And you realize yeah. that, and then you realize you that oh, maybe that. I, I have been a terrible human being. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. People, yeah. people can be mean. Mm-hmm. So just know that even if you're the nicest person in line, that yeah. person making your drink, probably. As a general rule of thumb, just pretend all of your baristas are me. You never know what you're going to get if you're going to be a D. Yeah, that's a good point. You guys take those words mm-hmm. and live by them. I'll snap, mm-hmm. lose it. Yeah. Haley is Every time you pull up to a coffee place, be like, it could be Haley. It could I, be I, Haley. You don't know what I do in my free time. Uh, Some barista will put up the Haley signal in the sky. <laughs> and, and she'll know there's trouble to brewing. Just a giant H. <laughs> yeah. Put on her cape and fly out of the studio. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I got a busy all. Someone needs help. Oh, God. Go That's so... <laughs> there you go. All right, guys. We got to get out of here. Right, yeah, Adam's yeah. up next. Have a nice day. And uh, Keep in mind, may, might possibly be some snow tonight. Yeah, roads can be terrible. Tonight. So it could be weird tomorrow morning. So just uh, watch the weather today. Have an awesome day. We will see you back here tomorrow, 6 a.m. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Get more Crash and Mars. Sign up for the daily email or download the podcast at 1023nowradio.com.